Hello, and welcome to The Rob Burgess Show. I am, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our sixth episode, our guest is the Kingdom of Sweden. Sweden sits between Norway and Finland and is the third largest nation in the European Union by area. This Scandinavian country is home to nearly 10 million people. Allow me to explain. A week ago, I stumbled upon an article by Leslie Horn on Vocative. Later in the podcast, I wrongly call it Voactive several times. With the headline, I spent my morning calling random Swedes in parentheses and they loved it. Here are the first few paragraphs of that story. I spent my morning in an unexpected way, on the phone with several Swedish strangers. Thanks to the Swedish Tourist Association, there is a phone number called the Swedish number that will connect you with random Swedes. So, I called it. It's a little bit odd to hop on the phone with someone you've never met before, but that's exactly the point. Calling Sweden, soon you will be connected with a random Swede, is the automated message you hear when you dial the number. It's either plus sign four six seven seven one seven nine three 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 six internationally or three zero one two seven six zero six zero zero for local rates if you're calling from the US. The hotline brings to mind Sweden's Twitter strategy. Each week a new Swedish citizen is given control of the country's Twitter account and they can use it however they please. This week it appears to be a registered nurse named Cece. It's another way to connect Swedes to the rest of the world and what it has in common with the Swedish number is that it's also just delightfully weird. I then visited the official website for the project, theswedishnumber.com, where I found this introduction. 250 years ago, in 1766, Sweden became the first country in the world to introduce a constitutional law to abolish censorship. To honor this anniversary, Sweden is now the first country in the world to introduce its own phone number. Call today and get connected to a random Swede anywhere in Sweden and talk about anything you want. The site also included a frequently asked questions section, which reads as follows. Who is behind the Swedish number? Sweden's Tourist Association. We want to spark people's curiosity about Sweden, our culture, nature, and mindset. To help us do this, we have the people of Sweden. Who answers when I call? Everyone who lives in Sweden is able to register as an ambassador. When you call, you will be connected to a random Swede. The chances that you are connected to the same Swede twice are small, so you get a new side of Sweden every time you call. How much does it cost? The call will be charged as an international call. You have to check with your phone operator what your calling rate for Sweden is. It depends on your communication provider and a number of factors, such as individual calling plans and time of day. Your call will start getting charged when you are connected to Sweden. If you are calling one of the local numbers, see if your country is on the list, the call will be charged as a local call. Is my phone number shared? You are completely anonymous and your private number is never shared. All calls are routed through a switchboard. Are the calls recorded? Calls via the Swedish number may be recorded for security reasons. If someone reports a specific call, we can listen to the call and unregister any user who violates Swedish law. Why is no Swede answering when I'm calling? 1. Lots of people are calling and there's no Swede available. 
Two, Sweden is sleeping. We are in the GMT plus two time zone. Three, if the first Swede you are connected to is not able to answer, you will automatically be connected to another Swede and another until someone answers. Four, it's the last day of April at 8 p.m., and all Swedes are busy watching bonfires all around the country. How does it work? When someone outside of Sweden calls the Swedish number, a telephone switchboard randomly connects the call to a Swede somewhere in Sweden. How do I enter the plus before the number? Either access the additional symbols on your phone and find the plus sign, or dial 0046 instead of plus 46. According to the most current statistics on the website, more than 82,271 calls from 173 different countries have come in since the line opened April 6th, and callers have spent more than 161 days total on the phone, with 2 minutes and 50 seconds being the average call time. Almost a third of the calls are from America, while the United Kingdom, Turkey, the Netherlands, China, Australia, and Russia round out the top seven calling countries. On a personal note, I want to thank all the Swedes who took the time to speak with me. I would highly suggest calling the Swedish number to anyone. You'll hear one of the Swedes ask if I have a YouTube channel, and at that time I said no. Since then, I have started one, which you can like and subscribe to at tinyurl.com forward slash the Rob Burgess Show YouTube, all one word. Thank you to everyone who went to iTunes and subscribed to, rated, and reviewed The Rob Burgess Show. The initial results are in, and the average rating so far is 5 out of 5 stars. It doesn't get any better than that. If you haven't subscribed to, rated, and reviewed the podcast on iTunes yet, please do so now so we can keep the momentum going. Every little bit helps the podcast to reach an even wider audience. You can find it at tinyurl.com forward slash the rob burgess show and once you're signed into itunes hit subscribe click the tab on the itunes page near the top that says ratings and reviews from there please leave a star rating hopefully five stars and click write a review to leave a review thanks again for the support you can now find the rob burgess show on stitcher at stitcher.com forward slash podcast forward slash the dash rob dash burgess dash show google play music at tinyurl.com forward slash the rob burgess show google play and tune in at tinyurl.com forward slash the rob burgess show tune in you can also subscribe directly to the rss feed at tinyurl.com the rob burgess show rss If you're an Android user and you're still not sure how to listen, you can also visit the website subscribeonandroid.com forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash the Rob Burgess Show RSS. And if you have a one-click supported app on your Android device, the app will load automatically. At this point, The Rob Burgess Show should now be listed on most of the major podcast directories. But if you're still having trouble finding it or know of a directory I've missed, please let me know. You can find more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. The official website for The Rob Burgess Show is www.therobburgessshow.com. Follow on Twitter at Rob Burgess Show. 
Like the page on Facebook at The Rob Burgess Show. Follow on SoundCloud at the-rob-burgess-show. The email for the show is therobburgessshow at gmail.com. And now, on to the show. Calling Sweden. You will soon be connected to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden. This call may be recorded. But Sweden is asleep right now, so you might end up in someone's voicemail. Hello? Hello. Hi, hi. Hi. Uh, is this Sweden? Yes, this is Sweden. Oh, great. Um, is it okay that I'm recording this for a podcast? What do you say, please? I I have a, you know what a podcast is? Like a radio show on the internet? Okay. I'm just, I'm recording our conversation for that. Is that okay with you? Okay, no problem. Okay, cool. Um, what? My name is Rob. What is your name? My name is Simon. How you, how you doing this evening? Or is it what? I'm sorry. What time is it there? Uh, Simon. My name is Simon. Simon. Yes. Where are you from? I am from Indiana. What? Uh, Indiana. It's a state in America, kind of in the Midwest. America, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, good. Do you want help with something? Oh, well, no. I'm sorry, what time is it there right now? No, it's uh, six o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. So very early in the morning. I am sleeping. Can we talk about uh, after? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Did I wake you? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm no, sorry no, about no that. Problem. All right, well, no just problem before like before uh, before you go, is there something you'd like to say to people in America? Like at all? Yeah. Just anything you'd like to say to people in America that might be listening. Okay. We can talk about uh, after. Maybe I call you back. Okay. Like, Great. Uh, nine o'clock, maybe. Yes. Good night. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Calling Sweden. You will soon be connected to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden. This call may be recorded. But Sweden is asleep right now, so you might end up in someone's voicemail. speaking with? Uh, I'm speaking with Milad. What's your name? My name is Rob. Um, can, can I tell you something just for, I'm, uh, I have a podcast. Do you know what a podcast is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I do. Okay, so I'm recording a podcast right now. Is that okay with you? 
Yeah, it is okay. Okay, cool. Um, so you're you're in Sweden, I take it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, so how has all this been going with people? How many people have you talked to? Would you say? Uh, I signed up uh, for to answer. Uh, well, they say answer for Sweden through an application, mobile application on iOS and Android. So you download it and you sign up by uh, typing in your mobile number then you receive an sms you uh, you activate or uh, you know you activate your subscription and then you start receiving calls i signed up like one hour and a half and you are the 10th person who called who have called so are you calling from america yes i'm calling from indiana do you know where that is yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, do you know what, where? Uh, do you know where Chicago is? Yeah, in, yeah, I know Illinois. Yeah, we're right next to Illinois. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Is, is it like uh, east or west? Uh, it is east of Illinois. Okay, okay. So you are close to New York, in New Jersey. Uh, we're within a day's driving distance. You, you could drive to New Jersey in a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So you you are the tenth American. All all the colors are American. Mm-hmm. Americans. Yeah. 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 So, what part of um, Sweden are are you in? Uh, I am in in currently I am in a city uh, called it's called Helsingborg. It is uh, in southern Sweden. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah. what is what? It's uh, very early in the morning there. Uh, am I right? Uh, yeah, it is. It is now. Uh, uh, you know, we, we are closing to six a.m. Uh-huh. Because I, I talked to somebody briefly before you who obviously was asleep yeah. before I had yeah. called them. So. Yeah, well, well, some some people don't know that they can switch this off, you know, in the application. In the application, you can choose to not receive calls, okay. you know, so... Yeah, so this this person this person uh, apparently didn't know that because yeah, it is, it is new. It is something new. So yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, well, uh, what do you what can you tell me about yourself? Like like, uh, what do you do for work? Uh, well, I, I I am a web developer. I do web development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is this is my my work. Okay, cool, cool. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a journalist. I write for a newspaper. Okay. Uh, what is it? What's that? What What is it? The newspaper. Oh, uh, the newspaper is called the Kokomo Tribune. Uh, Kokomo Tribune. I I don't know about it. And the podcast is it related to your work or it is oh, something? Oh no, no, uh, no, The podcast like I do. A hobby. The podcast I do on my own on my own time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, okay. As a hobby. A hobby. Okay. Well, I, I for now, sure. I, I hope it to be you know no. as much as it could be eventually. But yeah. Um, uh, okay. With time and persistence, you can achieve your goal. 
Oh man, that's so great to hear. Thank you for saying that. That's very nice yeah. of you to say. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I plan to. So, well, cool, man. Uh, so, yeah. uh, what else can you tell us about Sweden? We don't know. What what what, what do you want Americans to know about Sweden? Uh, well, uh, Sweden is uh, a, a cool country. It is somehow cold uh, most of of the year. And uh, the, the the summer, you know, uh, it, it is very short here, maybe one one month. Uh, and uh, uh, well, there is also uh, something. I, I was speaking with someone called before you, so we, we were speaking about the benefits that people get. I was uh, telling. Uh, uh, her about the parental leave. The parental leave here uh, is for over 400 days uh, and can be shared by both parents mm. and can be used uh, as needed from you know the moment the baby is born until they are eight years old. So you have this very long parental leave and you can you can just use it as uh, as needed uh, what else mm-hmm. what else you, of course uh, uh, here you pay a lot of taxes but you you get pretty uh, much uh, good uh, services from the state you have free health care uh, you you know you have uh, pensioners they have basic uh, pension uh, from the state uh, what else uh, you know it, it is a democratic country you have freedom uh, also uh, Sweden is one of, of the best countries when it comes to equality gender equality mm. uh, uh, what, what else also the, the, the economy is good here um, what else the the politics are pretty much stable uh, the, the people are tolerant tolerant uh, what else okay well I, I expect you also to ask me <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, uh, I I wonder how it, you know you've been have you been following the presidential election in America at all? I have, yeah, I have been um, uh, following the presidential elections. Yeah, not very closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I am I am interested because you know the it, it is the presidential elections are not only important for America but also for the whole world. You know, it is very scary for us, not, not only Sweden, all around the world, if, if Donald Trump you know, wins, mm-hmm. or maybe Cruz, what was his first name? Uh, Ted, are you talking about Ted Cruz? Yeah, 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 yeah Ted, Ted Cruz. The, these people seem, you know, xenophobic, uh, like they seem to be extreme, in, uh, very extreme, so they are really scary. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can yeah, only what, imagine what, what, how it must feel yeah. to hear Donald Trump talk from from where you're at. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, he's, he's, he's really scary, and the people around him who support him are also very very scary. Mm-hmm. So there, there are a lot of xenophobia, uh, you know. Uh, you know, even even uh, there are some instances when Donald Trump didn't denounce the you know the KKK. It's called, I believe, the KKK. Mm-hmm. The supremacists. Yep. So it, it it is it is actually scary, and you know uh, the, the, these things when he talks about the Mexicans about the war that he will make Mexico pay pay for it, it is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, may I ask uh, whom do you support yourself? Um, or well, whom well, you are likely to elect? <laughs> Between you, me, and and everyone else, uh, I probably think the only person that is uh, not a lunatic is Bernie Sanders. Um, uh-huh. I think that, okay. yeah, what? Because I think what what he talks about kind of the system you guys have as being a model for what he wants to to do. Yeah. Um, how do you see what he's saying? What What do you think of him? Well, I, I think I think uh, it, it, it's it's a good idea as a principle, but. The question is, can it can it be you know can it be applied in America? Is it possible? Uh, I, I think he he, he will uh, meet a lot of uh, resistance, and people will call him communist. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, well, uh, for, for me, for myself, I think maybe Hillary Clinton is the least worse. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, like, uh, like I've been uh, talking to my friends about this, and and there's people that that say, oh, if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, I'm just not going to vote, or I'm going to vote for Trump. It's like uh, Hillary Clinton is. I don't, I don't, I have a lot of problems with her, but at least she's like a human being. Like you know, <laughs> like like Donald yeah, yeah. Trump. Donald Trump is not one of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, well, well the, the problem with with Donald Trump, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. you, you know, if, 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 if you are going to give that that uh, bag that contains the button, you know, the button, this is how, how you know, people around the, the world perceive it. There is a, right. a, a, a handbag with a button, for, uh, you know, if you push it, uh, a nuclear weapon will be fired. So I am sure you don't want to put this in the hands of Donald Trump. No, no, no. Well, and and just please, you know, if you could talk to other Swedes and just let them know that we are not all supporting Donald Trump. Many of us are, are yeah, speaking cool. out, and we're we're all you know trying to yeah. make sure what we all hope doesn't happen happen. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, of course, of course. I know, I I, I know there are polls, you know, opinion polls, and uh, uh, things are shifting from here to here. And a couple of days, uh, I, I I believe he canceled a trip to. California or something like that, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good for him, I believe. So, yeah, I, I believe. You know, you know what? I believe uh, America is far more better than electing this this person. But if America elects Donald Trump, it is not that Donald Trump will uh, go, you know, to screw America. Uh, but by then, America would be already screwed. Mm-hmm. If, if you get the, the point. 
yeah, no, I, I think we're all, we all hopefully will, will not get the point, but yeah. <laughs> it could, it could get really yeah. bad if that happened for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, okay, but, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to keep talking about the election. Well, what else do yeah, you, you want to tell about your, tell me about yourself? Uh, what music do you like? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I, I like uh, traditional music, mm-hmm. uh, or classical music also. Just, just uh, before, before you one called me, she works, I believe, in a symphony in Texas. Mm. She's a player of uh, French horn. I, I do some music, but I am not a professional. I'm just a hobbyist. Okay. So uh, I, I think, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but, but I am not a professional. Yeah, it's like just, uh, just a, ho- a hobby. Right, right. Well, um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was also listening before you called. I was listening to Frank Sinatra. Oh yeah, me too. I, I was just listening to uh, New York, New York with my son just yesterday. Actually. Really, I was yeah. listening listening to King Me Softly. Oh man, that's yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. I play the guitar. Um, yeah, nice, yeah. nice, really nice. So, oh, nice. Okay, that's good. Uh, music is amazing because um, you can put a lot without saying even a word. Uh huh. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I was yeah. listening to. Um, have you ever seen the on YouTube the Tiny Desk concerts uh, from NPR Music? Um, you should look them up. They're really good. Um, uh, uh, say again, the Tiny Desk from NPR. Yeah, tiny, they're called Tiny Desk Concerts, and it's this radio station in uh, America that, oh, uh, okay. in the corner of their office, they make these really great bands just play kind of <laughs> among people's desks, and it's really cool series. But anyway, they had this guy right. playing uh, the lute uh, from okay. Iraq, uh, and he. Okay. Uh, he what was, what is his name? Oh, I'm. I, I have a computer. I can look it up. Nasir. 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 Yeah, yeah. Nasir. His name is Nasir. Probably. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. 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 The, the, the lute is a very nice. Uh, uh, for sure, for sure. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that. But I was just listening to that, and I was like, wow, you know, he's not saying anything, but this is amazing, just what he's doing with the instrument, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, so if I want to listen to your podcast, what I should Google? Oh, oh. Okay. Where, where so, so you. just uh, go to the the website is uh, www.therobburgessshow.com, and that's. R O B. Yeah. T H. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a T H. Excuse me. T H E. R O B. Yeah. B U R. Yeah. G E S S. Burgess. Okay. Show is S H O W. Yeah. Dot com. Okay, the uh, uh, com. Yes, and that, that yeah, should, okay. you should be able to find everything you need. But, yeah, get yeah. in touch with me, okay? Will you send me an email yeah, or something? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll Google you, and uh, I, I will also listen to this podcast. Are, are you going to edit it? 
Yes, I absolutely will. I, I will definitely edit it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I yeah. appreciate you so much for, for taking the time to talk to me. It's been really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I hope to talk you. to you uh, on the Internet again, and I hope you find me. Thanks, yeah. thanks so much for yeah. uh, doing this. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. Thank you for calling Sweden. You're welcome. All right. Well, tell Sweden we said what's up, and uh, have a great day, okay? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you too. You too. Thank you very much, America. All right. Awesome. Bye. You will soon be connected to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden. This call may be recorded. But Sweden is asleep right now, so you might end up in someone's voicemail. Hello, this is Sweden. Oh, hello. Hey, who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Frederick and this is Sven. We're actually two people, and uh, you are on loudspeaker. Oh, cool. Well, I'm re- I'm recording a podcast. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead, man. That is awesome. <laughs> cool, cool. Where, where are you located? I'm in Indiana. Where are you guys at? In Stockholm. Oh, actually, Sweden. But well, the the capital of Sweden. Cool. Awesome. Indiana. Okay, so tell, tell us about your podcast. Oh well, uh, it's just me. I'm I'm a journalist. I uh, I write for a newspaper, but I also on my own time do this podcast. Um, tell us about your podcast. Yeah. Oh well, um, I uh, I've wanted to do this for a long time. I uh, I, I like I said, I'm a journalist, uh, so I wanted to just kind of talk to people I know and people I don't know, and just kind of talk about you know whatever whatever feels right, you know. So I uh, I saw this phone number. Uh, I've done five. I've published five podcasts so far, um, and I saw the phone number, of course, and. I was like, uh, this has to be my next episode. So here we are. <laughs> Where did you see this phone number? I saw it on an article on the uh, website Voactive. What, what was their idea like? What? Oh, the the headline of the article on the website was, "I spent my morning calling random Swedes." Parentheses and they loved it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, can, can, you spell, can, can you spell it again? What's that? Can you spell it again? Oh, the the name of the website. Yeah. Okay. The name of the website where I saw this article is. Uh, I'll just tell you the name of the website. It's V O C A T I V. Voactive. Okay. Voactive. Because you just, uh, uh, perchance, happened to call one of the developers right now. Oh, for real? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Wow, okay. 
no, no. And and I, I'm I'm just the guy sitting uh, by this guy's side, so I'm just you you hit the right number or you timed it really well in a way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that is why to be honest. That is why he's asking about the exact where where you found this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, very I'm honestly curious. Uh, so, so I'm the guy, one of the developers. Is this like in the Matrix sequel where you go and you meet the architect? Uh, no, no, not <laughs> like what sequel? Like was it? I don't know if it was the second or the third Matrix movie, but you know the but they go into the room and there's the guy and you know what I mean. <laughs> but, uh, is, is that the second movie? <laughs> I hope you, you're referring to the third movie because I don't know. There's a, like a key monster and stuff, and then oh yeah, magic and uh, okay, then, <laughs> then it's, uh, it's a really awesome trilogy <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Either way, if there's a possibility, it's the It is like with Arctic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what time is uh, at your place now? Uh, it is uh, twelve eleven a.m. Okay. Twelve eleven a.m. So uh, night lunch time. No, no, no. It's 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 just after midnight. Oh, sorry. All right. The U, the U is uh, is gonna go to sleep. The U.S. is gonna go to sleep uh, soon. <laughs> well, well, not this U.S., uh, Mister, because I just got off work, and uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. This is this is quitting time for me, so I'm I work I work a weird schedule because uh -huh. I am the night editor at the newspaper I work at, so I put the paper to bed. I work uh, when everyone else is already gone home. So, all right, but you should be sleeping. Well, shouldn't shouldn't everybody be sleeping more? I mean, <laughs> yeah. not think with your time, you, you would probably be sleeping right now. Yeah, I mean, if I worked a normal person schedule, but I've always been a night owl, so I mean, you know, even when I had to get up early, I would stay up late. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, night. Yeah, same here. I guess. Okay, so. What is your question for Sweden? Oh, I don't know. I mean, what do you want people in America to know about Sweden? Um, I want you to know, and, and I'm this this other guy. Like, we, yeah, as I said before, we, you're on loudspeaker, so we're two guys answering your questions. My my, my message to the U.S. is that. Bernie Sanders is, is going to save world politics and, and my world. Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton might do fine. Donald Trump would be like nuclear third world war. Pretty much. And, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Ted Cruz is like a militant Christian who wants to 
shoot women who happen to want to have an abortion. So I, I don't really see. To, to us Europeans, or I, I don't know if, if no, I can, I, I, I personal, personally cannot represent Europe, but that truth to me is um, Christian extremist. Yeah, and well, that's not even an opinion. I almost think he would describe himself that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Well, no, no. It's it's interesting you talk about Ted Cruz because you'll never believe who I saw speak last night. Uh, no, no. Well, that would have been the only better thing, but it was his father, Rafael Cruz. He came to Kokomo, where I work. Um, because he was campaigning for his son, um, and he quoted as a, he said as a point of pride because Jimmy Carter, former president, uh, said that you know between Donald Trump and Ted Cruz, uh, he was more scared of Ted Cruz because he actually believed what he said. And Ted Cruz's father was yeah, like, yeah. "Yep, that's true," and I take that as a point of pride. And I was like, "Ee." <laughs> I was like, that's, 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 yeah. That's actually exactly what I've been reading here. Like, well, I mean, I, I, no, I might not be the average European, but, but I'm reading loads of U.S. politics. And what scares me more than Donald Trump is uh, Ted Cruz, who actually genuinely believes in that like super Christian, super religious stuff that mm-hmm. he's saying. Because Donald Trump to me is is full of shit and he just says stuff that that gives him better polls. Mm-hmm. But that Ruth actually believes in um, and and now, and I'm just guessing that the world is six thousand years old. And, uh, <laughs> Fossils are a test from Satan. He put them there to he put them there to test us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was just making a joke. I was just saying uh, fossils were put in the ground by Satan to test us. But that's actually what yeah, people exactly. believe that or, believe that way. I don't, I don't know whoever put them there, but mm-hmm. nevertheless. Stone Age people rode dinosaurs before with spears. And And listen, I'd love to ride a dinosaur as much as anybody, but it just didn't happen, okay? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it it, it could have happened if you would be like 120 million old. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, Well, well, just, I mean, you were asking where I'm from before. Uh, You could drive very easily. You could take a day trip to the Creation Museum in Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. Uh, You could, I mean, but do do you know about the Creationist Museum? Yeah, 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 I I know, I know. Um, That, that, I've I've been getting loads of that. Like, they they got, like, state money to build it because it's a religion. Yeah. And and once you motivate whatever you do by this is a religion, you get funds from, mm-hmm. from the state. 
or well, you don't get taxed from the state. Uh, oh, oh, you're talking about specifically okay. the Creation Museum. It it got funds from the state to build it. You're saying? Yeah, no, uh, no, either. It, 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 mm-hmm. uh, I've read both of those. Yeah, you you don't get taxed. Mm-hmm. As long as you claim that you are a religion, which is just just in Sweden, we are. Well, where are we? We are just now locally here in Sweden discussing like what what where this applies, but mm-hmm. it depends yeah. on the stage, right? Yeah, states are almost like nations, I guess. Mm-hmm. In, in some regards. Or? Now, now we're actually asking you. And, we're, and we're asking you because we're trying to understand. Well, I'm sorry, what was the question? No, the, the question was uh, that the states are almost uh, like our definition of nation. Well, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's people in America that are way more into states' rights, as you would say, uh, as far as, like, making decisions that that uh, they want to do. Well, okay, so I live in Indiana, and uh, we have a, uh, a governor named Mike Pence. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, he's been very much in the news lately, uh, actually during, you know, the last several years, uh, because he he signed a Religious Freedom Restoration Act that specifically discriminated against gays and lesbians and transgender people. Um, and basically what happened yeah. was they could have had a very easy fix where they added LGBT people to the state's um, you know, civil rights legislation that allowed them to be a protected yeah. class. And he didn't do that. So what has happened is individual cities in the state have had to um, enact their own ordinances that protect them, those people. And so he's basically just taken this fight to the cities, and now every city has this, like, knockdown, drag-out war over this, when he could have just put it in the state civil rights, like so many other places do, and he could have avoided the whole thing, but they still haven't fixed it. I, I share your fears about Donald Trump. Um, I've been just appalled that, you know, he's gotten this far. Ted Cruz is a disaster, and if Donald Trump wasn't in the race, uh, you know, he would be the obviously the most crazy person, but that's one of the real tragedies of Donald Trump, is that he's made someone like Ted Cruz seem like legitimate, you know, mainstream yeah, choice, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? In any other context, Ted Cruz is the lunatic on the fringe, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, Clinton is also like a, yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, like a much better option than she would be in another... Uh, I want to disagree with uh, Frederick here, but... Um, I still see like this this election cycles um, uh, results seem really well uh, to put it bluntly fucked up because both Bernie Sanders and Trump like extremists compared to the to the normal establishment of of both Democrats and and Republicans. Both, both 
both of those people seem to get a lot of traction and and mm -hmm. well um you know i i think uh I think Donald Trump and, and Bernie Sanders kind of appealed to a certain uh, dissatisfaction with what's happening in the status quo. Um, with the so-called establishment. Yeah, exactly. Whatever passes for the establishment these days, whatever that means. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a crazy thing to think about that, that there's like a connection there, but there kind of is, you know what I mean? Like, I have heard people, and I've been discussing this with my friends, who say, you know, uh, there are people that say if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, they will vote for Trump. And I just, uh, you know, I get that there's a connection, yeah. but I yeah. feel like it's like, what? It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, now, how does it feel, you know, because Bernie Sanders is kind of preaching uh, kind of what the system that Sweden has, right? So how does, what do you guys think of what he's saying as far as that goes? Yeah, and, and, and we think that is awesome, but Trump supporters think that we live uh, in a kind of North Korea <laughs> country, which is uh, not true, but <laughs> if that was the case, we would not be talking right now. Exactly. Uh -huh. we, we wouldn't have wireless mobile phone data to, to be able to talk to you right now. Sure. We're actually drinking a glass of chocolate at the moment. Okay. Well, I'm drinking a uh, I'm drinking a very fine tangerine IPA. So <laughs> IPA, we say IPA. Oh, India Pale Ale, you mean? Yes, I, I do mean. <laughs> uh, oh, we would love that. Is actually that that is a fancy beer. I would have. Thought that you're from Indiana, right? Yeah. I would have said you. Um. Um. What, what's it? Um. What's it called? The the bl blue trash beer. <laughs> um. First of all, how dare you? And secondly, <laughs> uh, okay, I apologize. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. But uh, you know, I, I believe uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. Paps, are you talking about Paps Blue Ribbon? Yeah, yeah. Blue Ribbon, Blue Ribbon. right? Paps Blue Ribbon. Listen, listen, hip, hipsters. I've lived. All, I lived in California. I student taught in England for a time. Uh, in in America, a lot of places people drink uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. Okay, so <laughs> it's not just Indiana. Okay. <laughs> No, 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 It's all over. People, hipsters, hipsters all over America. Hipsters all over America. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? We've got an, an, an alcohol monopoly in Sweden. Like, Really? It, it states everything above 3.5% in alcohol. I, I don't know if it's volume or, or whatever, but... Everything about above 3.5 is sold in a store that is technically um, yeah technically um, yeah state yeah. owned yeah yeah you, you, don't, you don't mind about technically but it's mm -hmm. state owned so all the benefits 
of people being alcoholics goes <laughs> back into the state, which goes back into the welfare system. So you can be an alcoholic and feel good about it because you're you're paying your fair share of taxes of, of alcohol taxes as well mm-hmm. and you're basically financing your your own treatment like 20 years down the road yeah. but um, that makes it a really good place to find weird and and exotic kind of beers so we actually have past blue ribbon in sweden <laughs> well i hope i hope that's not a rare and exotic beer because it's like a good because we we i hope you know we don't think it's like actually good beer <laughs> no 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 we get uh, taylor swift songs as well oh okay <laughs> are you are you comparing taylor swift to past blue ribbon <laughs> No, but she made, she, she made a song. Oh, she made a song. I see. <laughs> I missed. I missed that song. She refers to perhaps blue. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, no, I'm, uh, don't quote me on that. I won't quote you on that. Mixing up the the U.S. artists, but yeah. I I once heard a quote. Uh, like. Uh, that uh, from the Mexican side or from the U.S. side of the border towards Mexico, mm-hmm. the science say, uh, "Don't drink the water, drink the beer." <laughs> and that somebody, as a protest, was that put up towards the U.S. Uh, border side, uh, "Don't drink the beer, drink the water." <laughs> Uh, this, this kind of our our yeah view of American beer. Okay, fair well, enough. American beer. I, I will pick it. But see uh, what Frederick is doing. No offense, Frederick is uh, generalizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, Very. sure. <laughs> like. Okay, uh, I I have to admit that Indiana is not famous in Sweden for it's okay. <laughs> producing good beer. <laughs> well, I I have to be honest with you. This this beer actually came from Colorado. So, <laughs> well, Cal- Colorado is not famous for doing good beer as well. Or, or in- well, well, fair enough, fair enough. But I happen to think this is a pretty good beer, though. So. <laughs> that, that is that is good for you, and, and I hope you enjoy it. Swedes, Swedes, I think you would call most Swedes hipsters, because yeah. okay. love New York. Okay. And there's uh, a great many Swedes who go to New York and uh-huh. think that New York is the U.S. and like, yeah, United States. Uh, I've been there mm-hmm. and this is what it's like everywhere mm-hmm. in the United States. But they obviously only get the the most extreme hip parts of the U.S. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned I lived in California for three years in Northern California, north of San Francisco. Mm. Um, yeah. 
so I, I've I've lived a couple different places, but yeah, Indiana is definitely not one of the places that I would expect to be famous for much of anything in Sweden. It's over to <laughs> so maybe maybe car and steel industry and like I don't know tires. <laughs> so glamorous and when you put it that way. <laughs> related to to indie, what's it? Indy oh, the the Indy five hundred. Yes, the 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 race. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you go you go in a circle mm -hmm. all day long, and then one guy wins. Hey, listen, pal, I've been to that <laughs> circle driving several times. <laughs> Everybody loves we her. we think like what, why why don't you burn petrol on more useful stuff? Yeah. Except like in 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 Europe, we we don't have uh, the the IndyCar stuff. We have Formula One, which is actually challenge like driving car around like <laughs> challenging course and not a, a stupid oval, right? <laughs> Oh, you hear that, America? You gonna let him talk to you like that? <laughs> what? America is listening to me right now. Uh, I told you we're recording a podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, actually, actually, yeah. Okay, uh, what? Well, um, um, no, no, sorry, no, I'm all out of ideas. All out of trash talk about you guys. <laughs> Well, if that's the worst you can say about us, I think we're we're okay. <laughs> I think yeah. you you actually are really okay, and I think you have one thousand tons of potential. But if you vote for Trump or Cruz or any to us Europeans extremists. Christian Republican, then you're not gonna be open to the rest of the world. So, to me, well, it's stupid, but Democrat, and, and there's a lot of Democrat establishment that is not good for the greater good in that way, but. Um, I'm totally leaning towards Democrats and Bernie Sanders. For example, right now, um, the Panama Papers, Bernie mm -hmm. Sanders predicted that one in mm -hmm. 2011. And he, he had his speech on the Senate floor, and he turns out to be 100% correct. So, mm -hmm. To, to me, Bernie Sanders is like, uh, sorry all Christians, but to me, Bernie Sanders is like the U.S. Jesus. Like, <laughs> really, really You're opening, eye-opening guy mm -hmm. that, that chooses to talk, about, to, to talk about topics that establishment people have have shunned because they were afraid of not being funded for the next round of elections or mm -hmm. whatever. But yeah, it's really upsetting to hear people dismiss Bernie Sanders um, 
as far as he's won seven of the last eight states that have voted in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and people in the media will still, and I'm in the media, so I, <laughs> but I'm not one of these people because you know I, mm-hmm. I try to be honest about things. And uh, basically, what happens is, do you know about the concept of super delegates? Kind of. Okay. Uh, Well, basically what happens in the Democratic Party is that um, there is a certain number of, uh, you know, prominent members of the Democratic Party that get one vote each that counts towards, you know, who gets selected as the nominee. And there's like 700 of them. And you need like 2,400 to win. And in reality, you know, Hillary Clinton has like 1,200 votes or, you know, delegates. And and Bernie Sanders has like a little over a thousand, I think. I'm just guessing at these numbers. I think they're right. Um, but what they do when they report these things, and they don't mention the fact that these super delegates can change their mind at any time between now and the convention. But they're just we're all pre-stacked for Hillary Clinton. So what they do is they say, oh, Bernie Sanders has to win seventy percent of all the rest of the delegates, and that's really hard to do, and he'll never do it, and blah blah blah. And it's like you're not counting the fact that he's only like something like 200 delegates actually behind, but they're counting these like 700 other people and they like put that on top of Hillary Clinton's thing and they pretend like that's the actual count when it's not. And it's just, it's annoying as somebody that I try to report the facts as, as accurately as I know them. And whenever I talk about it, I don't include those numbers because those people can change anytime. And it's just that they happen to now currently agree with Hillary Clinton that she should be the nominee. But if Bernie can like here's here's one thing I don't get. I don't know if you understand this from from Sweden that much, but the southern part of America and Indiana is sort of part of that. It's like kind of tangential yeah. around the border. Um, but the mm. southern part of America is not going to go for the Democratic Party, except for maybe Florida. It could depend on who wants to steal the election. But that's another topic. <laughs> um, but what's I'm sorry. What's that? It's quite typical, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's very right-wing, conservative, Christian, all that. So, but 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 Hillary Clinton wins those southern states, and those are the first ones that's had that that have had their uh, you know voted on who they want the nominee to be. But those are states that the Democratic Party has no hope of winning. So, mm-hmm. but Bernie Sanders but- wins in states where it might be. A question in Michigan, which is just to the north of where Indiana is, he won that state from Hillary Clinton, and that's a state that could go either way. Wisconsin, which he just won, could go either way. You know what I mean? So, like, once these superdelegates see that maybe Hillary Clinton isn't the strongest choice in these purple states, as they call them, because they're mixed between red and blue. Um, swing states. Swing states, exactly. Once they see that he does well in these swing states, it's like, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton might have more problems than we're ready for, you know? That, that sounds good to me, because I'm a Sanders guy. Yeah, <laughs> well... <laughs> Tell me, like, like, how did, wh- why are they called super delegates? Because, how- because normal people, or not normal people, but but delegates are people that are supposed to represent the votes of the states they come from, and super delegates are people that are, I guess, a, they they consider them above that. So they're people that get a say, but they don't have like a state that they're tied to. Like, it's just people like like Bill Clinton get is a super delegate. 
he has a vote towards who should be the nominee. Of course, he's going to say Hillary Clinton. Um, you know, yeah, people that are people that have been senators, people have that that have been congressmen. You know what I mean? People that are like Democrats of like high office or have been in high office. Like I think Jimmy so what, Carter the, probably is a super the, delegate. The more money you've spent on on the. Democratic. Well, well, not so much money, but party. it's like you've, you're a politician. You're like a person, a prominent politician within the oh, who is a Democrat or, or has but had a. That, that sounds like elitist. It is. It is. It's terrible. And um, I don't know if you guys know this over in Sweden, but um, have you noticed how many Republican debates there have been? There's been so many, right? Yeah. Okay. There's hardly any Democratic ones. Why do you think that is? It's because the head of the Democratic Party is a woman named Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And I've talked about this on, uh, if you want to go look it up, uh, episode two, my friend Jonathan and I talk about this. Um, You know, Debbie Wasserman Schultz is the head of the Democratic National Committee. She, when Hillary Clinton ran against Barack Obama, was one of her campaign coaches. Chairs. She wanted Hillary Clinton to be the nominee from the beginning. So what happened was, when the debate schedule came around, she scheduled all the debates at times when no one watched, and she scheduled less of them than the Republicans. And, for example, she scheduled one debate the Saturday before Christmas. Do you know how many people in America had plans the Saturday before Christmas? I'll tell you, a lot of people in America didn't watch the debate that night. (laughs) So what happened was they figured she wanted just Hillary to waltz in and just be the nominee. And she said, if we just limit the debate schedule, there'll be less time for her to get attacked, make a mistake, what have you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. But what happened was Bernie Sanders came up out of nowhere and they realized that they actually had to have these debates because people actually wanted to hear about the issues and they weren't just going to hand this to her and then they added four more debates but even now they're trying to 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 mess around with this hillary clinton wouldn't agree on the date of a debate because she wanted to have it the night that the finals of the college basketball championship were happening or something and it's like (laughs) you know she doesn't want anybody to watch this because she just wants to like you know put the blinders on everybody and just say vote for me you know just settle for hillary (laughs) trademark you know (laughs) yeah and, and that's not even the Republican like about the, the Secretary of State email, mm-hmm. whatever, not even scandal, but but like within democratic politics, I think that stinks. Yeah. That stinks. Mm-hmm. And, and above all, like I think one of the biggest reasons for for this whole problematic situation to us Europeans is that the US is basically a two party country because mm-hmm. in Sweden in Sweden if we're not really conservative but just a little conservative mm-hmm. we can choose another party not the super conservative party we, we last election we had seven parties to choose from mm. seven parties who qualified mm-hmm. to, to be to, to um, gather votes 
that's 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 amazing to hear as an American, just because I'm sure you understand that it's just like you said, a, basically a two party system. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, either you're like basically if your parents are Republican, you mm-hmm. are born Republican, and if you ever change side, mm-hmm. you're basically shunned, like yeah, almost expelled from sure. Your family, yeah. But in Sweden, it's not that big of a deal. Like, okay, last time I voted for this party, but this time I voted for for a slightly more liberal party, mm-hmm. and it's not a big deal because there's seven of it across the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, so you really, you really can. Like fine tune what you think is important for for the moment for the actual election. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, uh, you know, do you ever worry though with that with that many parties that uh, one party could accidentally get in power that doesn't actually have that much support? It's just that other sides that might be against them are split between yeah. the parties. I mean, you know what I mean. Accidentally, one party gets two uh, percent too much, too many votes, mm-hmm. and accidentally, another party gets two percent to to few votes. But mm-hmm. that, that doesn't really. We actually do have problems uh, because the the really increases the government if they have have fifty percent plus. Mm-hmm. So that you can, True. Yeah. You you you, you obviously through and uh, you obviously need an an absolute majority or yeah. I don't know if it if you call it absolute majority like you need more than fifty percent of the of the um we don't have like a senate or or a house of, of um hmm. we, we have a government. Or, yeah, we, we basically, basically by direct votes, mm-hmm. we choose which party we want to see to win, and then no, no, no party ever clearly wins. But every party needs to choose another party to to um, cooperate with and and form a, a government. So it's never ever one single party that forms an, uh, any government. It's, it's at least two, like. The Social Democrats and our so-called Green Party, like the the Environment Party, they've mm-hmm. been ruling Sweden up until um, 2008, I think something, and and they they they, they both of them won the election in a way, but in between themselves, they they need to make. Um, they, they need to compromise about stuff because the social democrats want to, I don't know, um, imp- implement a 45-hour work week and, and the, the environment party 
does not want that. So, so they need trade of all the time and they need to compromise. And to, to me, just just the idea that there's not one or the other, mm -hmm. in, in your words, democratic or republican, but like seven different parties with more or less um, more or less differences, like of, of different ideas about how the country should be ruled. That that gives lots of more choices. So, yeah. Definitely. It has been a while since a single party has majority in the government. Just one single party ruling country, that's basically Hitler's Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and that, that, is, that, that might sound like, like a joke, but, but it's not even that far from a joke. Because yeah. one party having that much power mm -hmm. is scary. Yeah, well, I mean, in the state where I live in Indiana, the state house is almost completely controlled by Republicans. Um, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term gerrymandering, uh, but uh, the way that gerrymandering yeah. mean like rigging elections. Well, basically, you know, when they draw maps of who will represent what area. Um, they draw the maps in such a way that either divides the blocks of votes that would be against them, whatever the ruling party is, is drawing the maps, or uh, they will consolidate all the people that would vote for them. And a lot of times yeah, they'll try to do both. You know what I mean? They'll try all these really weird convoluted mm -hmm. maps just to try to get a certain number of people to vote for them that they can count on to put them in office and they never have to be worried about competition. I, I, um, I've seen the, I, I've seen the, like, the probably simplified internet examples about how, how to win six-tenths of, of a state or yeah. eight-tenths just by right. changing how, right. how, you, how you divide an, an area. Yeah, exactly. And whoever the ruling party is, they get to decide that. Um, and, of course, they're going to draw it in a way that's favorable to them. You know what I mean? It further ensuring their continued power. So, I mean, that kind of stuff is is rampant in America. And I don't know how closely you've been following the election with the money side of it. Um, but as much as we're all, we, we agree that Donald Trump is scary, he did still, uh, you know, make a good point when he said that, you know, he, he donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign um, back when she was running for Senate. And, you know, the other Republicans mm -hmm. tried to be like, oh, why'd you do this? And he's like, look, I needed something from her. She delivered it. I invited her to my wedding. She came. She knew she had to because I bought her. And, you know, I'm, yeah. par I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say it <laughs> like that, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, he, you know, accidentally says something true every once in a while, and that is that, you know, he can buy and sell, you know, politicians at will because of the election laws being as they are, and we had the Supreme Court decision with the Citizens United 
created where basically, you know, unlimited oh, campaign spending oh, is the right. law of the land now. Um, Citizens United. Was yeah. That, that's we've been reading a lot about. Yeah. It's scary stuff. It's really scary stuff. And I can't imagine what that must uh, be like to hear that in Sweden, where I'm sure that concept is absolutely foreign, right? Yeah, it is. It is. The, the, The concept of, like the one that has the most money to spend mm-hmm. gets the most influence that sounds to us like a post-soviet state mm-hmm. like i don't know azerbaijan or whatever or georgia not not georgia atlanta but yeah. georgia no i know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is not actually liberal it's a rather like yeah. Closest, um, money rules to us. If you would say what state is ruled by the rich people, we our, our first instinct would be Russia. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, the U.S. is not that far off mm-hmm. from well the general concept of. The, the more money you got to spend, the mm-hmm. more influence you get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think one of the things the Panama Papers, at least as I understand them, reveal is that, you know, U.S. tax uh, code being as it is, uh, it's apparently now a tax haven to have your corporation be in America because the laws are so favorable to corporations. Um, Yeah, these these random people, these gangsters and whoever else, you know, people close to Putin, you know, um, these people that, you know, are into all these shady dealings and they want to hide their money or they want to create a shell corporation, you know, it's not the Cayman Islands they're going to. They're going to Wyoming and out, you know, some some state out west, you know, where it's, yeah, exactly, Nevada or something like that, you know, and it's like we're apparently now a third world country in this effect because it used to be the Cayman Islands. And and other places, you know, that were just tax haven places. Like now, it's America. America is now the place that you go to form your, you know, ridiculous shell corporation so you can launder your money or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and that is because I guess that uh, billionaires have have too much of an awful influence on the politics mm-hmm. for quite some time. And that is something uh, because that, they are, of course, the biggest uh, spender on uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. And and that that is why I like Bernie Sanders. I mean, he he's always talking about Wall Street, the Wall Street power. But Wall Street power is compared to those LLCs in Nevada and and whatnot. It, Wall Street is kind of transparent; like you, you can actually see the money. Mm-hmm. Or you can see the money a lot easier compared <laughs> to shell corporations. Yeah. 
Sorry about that. Oh. Well, uh, how do they how do they do elections in in Sweden? Like, what is the campaign finance system, and then like, what's the election season like? Because you you realize that like, um, okay, so I was I was at a celebration when Barack Obama was uh, was elected the first time, and I I was I was covering it as a reporter, and everyone was like really excited, and then on the big TV screen, as everyone's like paying attention, they're like, and guess what? Tomorrow begins the next presidential season. And I was like, no, no, I just got done covering this election. I don't want another one to start. It is a constant election season in in, in uh, America um, because of you know the money, like we talked about. Um, so, like, what is the election season like in Sweden, and is it publicly funded, or how does the money get into it? We actually have a kind of issue with uh, there not being a requirement of uh, showing where all the money comes from. Hmm. Or um, yeah, and and that is a big issue here. Like, I mean, it, it's I don't know if we actually or or it through yeah. that, but we we are discussing that whether it should be transparent and like a public record where every party gets their money from. And uh, the funny thing is here that the, the Social Democrats are opposed to that because the Social Democrats get lots of, of party funding from, uh, from union. Yeah. Union, like, like labor union, mm-hmm. which in Sweden is, is not per se a dirty word it's it, like just <laughs> no no it, actually it's rather opposite I guess mm-hmm. but, uh, we have a, the, the union has had traditionally a very strong strong influence in Sweden and uh, that is something we have valued uh, and uh, most of for good I guess because of uh, our, our so called right wing which in the US would be called like market liberal <laughs> party. They, they, uh. <laughs> they, they don't have a huge support from union, mm. but our left wing parties have much bigger support from the union. Mm. And we're discussing that in a way like why should a union be connected to a party in, in, in that strong way. Mm. And I don't know if I told you, but I'm half German. Mm. In Germany, the, the unions are not at all that strongly connected to, to any party. Mm. In, 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 in Germany, it's, it's way more the union is connected to the actual members of the union. So take the, the, the metal industry like Mercedes, BMW, and, and whatnot. They are actually representing the, the workers' issues. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that some things that are uh, partisan issues in in America are just universally accepted elsewhere. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, uh, I, I yeah. have to get back to Bernie Sanders because he is to me, for example, I'm 
and I have probably said it before, like, he, he talked about Panama and mm-hmm. why should the U.S. have a free trade whatnot agreement with with Panama because Panama has, has like 0.2% of the whole, um, of the whole, what is a GDP mm-hmm. of the year. And uh, the only reason that he saw for for having a free trade agreement was that uh, it, it would simplify for the richest one percent to to place their money as abroad mm-hmm. out of sight of, of of the system. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, sorry, I, I don't know. It, 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 we're getting into way philosophical discussion. Oh well, hey, that's that's what you asked. What my podcast was about? That's yeah, that's where we are, man. <laughs> that, that's good. That's good. I like that. But I mean, like, like if, if if I may ask you, um. Is your podcast like? Do do people judge you and like? W- what kind of extremists are you? Or oh, I'm not. I'm not. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I uh, Indiana is a very conservative state, um, and I have a lot of ideas that I guess would be considered progressive or liberal. Um, I honestly don't think about them as being any certain label. I just feel like I know what I feel like is true, and I just try to be true to that. And a lot of people where I live consider me liberal. Now, I also lived in California, but I lived in Northern California, uh, which is kind of a, uh, as we talked about in the first episode of my podcast, is uh, a lot of people around there are a combination of redneck and hippie. Um, My friend Sean calls it a rippy um you know <laughs> uh you know it's 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 these people from san francisco that crossbred with these uh kind of hillbilly people in the mountains and they had a back to the land movement and there's these people with marijuana farms but they have shotguns um, <laughs> so that's that's kind of the vibe <laughs> But uh, anyway, I, when I worked there, my I was probably a centrist or maybe even slightly libertarian. I don't even know which way you want to go with it. But it's like a conservative where I lived in California is very different than a conservative where I live in Indiana, if that makes sense. You know, even though we're both in America and supposedly this is the same parties and ideologies, I just feel like it's all relative, you know. And I live in a I, – and I, I was also born in Indiana, so I'm, I'm used to being the outlier of – of where I'm, I am, but that's only because I live in a uh, very conservative state uh, that is very Republican. But I, I've lived in very, you know, quote unquote, liberal places, and I felt like I was like maybe even a little more straight edged than they were. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. If that makes but any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does in a way. Because, or uh, what I'm thinking about right now is, is still the same divide between are you a Democrat or are you a Republican, mm-hmm. but um, basically w- what you're saying and, and, and what I'm 
telling you about Sweden that it is way more complex than that. You mm-hmm. cannot put anyone like some dude in 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 LA might be Republican, mm-hmm. but that is a totally like Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, European, famous famous European. <laughs> <laughs> His kind of Republican idea is not at all the same that a, I don't know, Jasper Tennessee Republican idea mm-hmm. might be. Yeah, it's not so. the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's a reason uh, the the governor was the governor of California. Um, you know, he. Uh, I, you know, I had to. I had to type his name for many a news story. You know, I had to learn how to spell the word Schwarzenegger. You know, because <laughs> he was an elected official where I lived, <laughs> and you had to appeal to his office and blah blah blah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Again, you had to. Oh, oh! I, I I covered local and state politics um, for the newspaper I worked at in California. Um, so yeah. I I wrote news stories uh, where I often had to type Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I just that always that never failed to make me laugh a little bit when I would do that. So. <laughs> you could have uh, chosen some autocomplete lines. Yeah, right, exactly. F F F three, you know, F three is, is Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but see that that is also that is something that I don't get. I mean the US is well see the European Union is mm-hmm. desperately trying to to create some kind of um a giant governmental organization thing and it's it's well it, it is succeeding in in the way that it, it is really really different mm-hmm. i mean take take a extreme right wing party from um Poland and put that together with an extreme right wing party from the from the United Kingdom mm-hmm. and, and they still have large differences. Mm-hmm. And and the whole idea of the US being a two party giant country 300, I don't know, 320 million people Mm -hmm. agreeing on one or the other Mm -hmm. that is is is, that is not incomprehensible Mm -hmm. incomprehensible yeah for sure. Well, I think one thing you need to understand about America maybe is that um, I don't know how familiar you are with the Civil War we had in, in the mid-1800s, you know, but, um, yeah. you know, that that ended, but it never really 
did end, you know, like, and kind of the South won in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I, I think politically they've won. I mean, if you look at uh, Richard Nixon, uh, when he was being elected president, he pursued what's called a Southern strategy in which he kind of, you know, either overtly or covertly appealed to racists in the South who were disaffected with the Democratic Party, um, who traditionally ruled the South, and he basically was like, hey, if you're not using these racists, we'll take them. Um, so, um, so that kind of happened. Yeah. And basically what, what's happened is that there has been, that's kind of what I was talking about with states' rights people and, and federalist people, you know. Uh, the states' rights people are kind of the people that kind of wish the South had actually won and, you know, that slavery was still legal and all that. So um, there's, there's definitely a divide in America where I don't think that wound ever quite healed. And I think it's only gotten kind of worse over time. And, and if you know anything about, say, Texas... Um, there's a real spirit of, you know, and, and there's some people in Texas that say that, oh, we never actually joined the union and we can leave any time, you know? <laughs> so, the, the Lone Star State. The Lone okay. Star State, you got it. <laughs> we, can, we can do whatever we want. Basically. Receive and join Mexico. Yeah. Whatever. See, see George W. Bush. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, oh yeah, right, right. Um, uh, we, you and me are about no. I'm uh, sorry. I need to finish my smoke because in Sweden you cannot smoke inside. Oh uh, well, neither in America. It's uh, smoking bans all over the place. What? That's a federal thing. Uh, no, no, no. Cities and, 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 yeah, I think municipalities and things uh, do that individually. Uh-huh. Okay. So in some mun- municipalities, you can yeah. smoke in a bar. Well, it's like, it's like if you go to, there's like a cigar bar in town. But you like you know you're going into cigar bar. If you're like in front of just a random building, you can't be within a certain amount of feet from the entrance. You know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of like you have to but, be cognizant of the fact that you're going into a place that allows smoking, basically. Uh huh. Okay. So if you choose to passively smoke, yeah, yeah. Like if you go into a cigar bar, get ready for cigar smoke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. But it, 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 is it a federal thing that you cannot smoke? No, no, there's still places you can smoke. Um, casinos especially, there's a lot of smoking in. When you say casinos, I think Nevada. But there's uh, Native American casinos all over the place. Ah, yeah, yeah, true. I knew that, actually, thanks mm-hmm. to South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that South Park is providing the uh, image uh, around the world for all of it. <laughs> I love South Park, but uh, but it's <laughs> I hope that's not where all the information comes from. <laughs> No, 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 not at all. Okay, great. Just another input of of interesting points of like problems or um, sure. No, no, I I I love South Park. I think it's great. Mm, me too. Me too. And another thing about that, like um, 
where Europeans get news about the U.S. That is uh, John Oliver's last week tonight. John Oliver's uh, a brilliant guy. Yeah, he's got a, he's done a lot of great things. I, I, I haven't seen yeah. some of the recent stuff he's done, but I've definitely seen a lot of his uh, segments. He's he gets into it a way that I I really admire him for. He really gets into the facts of things. And, me, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, you know. me too. Me too. And, and I think he 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 has got a huge point that he is uh, British. Mm-hmm. So he he sees both like Commonwealth fuck ups and European politics compared to the US. So I actually think that that guy is he's got a really good sense of much of world politics, and he, he kind of exposes fucked up U.S. politics things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he and, brings and, up and, things and, I didn't even know about. You know, he, he kind of just surprises no, me no, with exactly. his... Me, yeah. me neither. And, and and he regularly trashes the, the U.K. Commonwealth mm-hmm. stuff, like what they did to India and, and whatnot. Sure. But he, he, he really, to me... He's really a voice of reason in that way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, am, am I on your podcast right now? For sure. <laughs> that, that sounds good. <laughs> do, I sound like, do I sound like a reasonable European person? I mean, absolutely. No, man, I you're you guys are the third uh, third phone call that has actually picked up. I left some random voicemails on people because before I uh, they picked up, it was like Sweden is sleeping, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just say what's up to Sweden, and I'll try back. <laughs> so, uh, but I, uh, you're the well, third phone call I've gotten, and everyone's been perfectly polite and and informative, and I've had good conversations. You know, this is the longest conversation. Conversation I've had since I called, but it's it's really gone well. I think you you guys have done great with whatever it is that you're doing. So. <laughs> I think so too. Like how long have we been talking? Yeah. How long have we? Been oh, how long you're asking? Um, I think according to my recorder, it says an hour and a half. But I think I talked to probably people for, I guess, fifteen or twenty minutes. I guess total. So let's just say an hour and fifteen total. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Cool, cool. But see, see, there's there's a lot of bunker heads. I don't know, mm-hmm. heads in Sweden as well. <laughs> we, we've got... Yeah, it, like, I mean, if, if you call a random Swede, you, you could end up with a nationalist guy. Uh-oh, but yeah. Then, well... <laughs> we, we don't need foreign elements in Sweden. <laughs> well, you could... Sweden, you, well, I, I, shudder, I shudder to think what would happen if you did the same thing to America. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And now you're touching a topic that that I'm actually fascinated fascinated about in in the U.S. That you don't. Well, well. Now, now I'm talking about what I know about New York mm-hmm. and Manhattan mm-hmm. and Little India and 
Chinese corner places and stuff. Mm-hmm. But integration-wise, because we're talking a lot about integration, like how how do do uh, Sweden foreign cultures fit into Swedish culture? How 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 can we combine? different cultures mm-hmm. I think that the US actually in certain points is way ahead of Sweden mm-hmm. like going to an Indian place in Sweden is still like yeah you're going to a restaurant that is owned by foreigners that mm-hmm. have somehow managed to establish a business in Sweden and it's it's kind of stuck up in Sweden whereas my impression about the US or maybe like New York or or San Fran or LA is that it's not big of a deal to, to go to another culture restaurant in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I student taught in England, and I've never eaten so much Indian food than when I was in England. It was just all the time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> in England is, is way more open, or, or I don't know if, if they're like integrated into the, the, the British culture in that mm-hmm. way, but it's it, just not a big deal like let's go eat Indish let's go eat Chinese mm-hmm. but in in Sweden or not, I'm talking about Stockholm but it's like let's go to that place and and people will notice that the restaurant is owned by Chinese or Indians or Thai people or mm-hmm. whatnot and it's 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 accepted, of course, but it's still you still, in a way, notice that you're going to a place that is not Swedish food or or Swedish culture, mm-hmm. and and the 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 fact that we notice it, I, I think, is is not ideal. In, in a way, and not according to, to the Swedish idea about foreigners, and, and totally not um, about the idea that we need to integrate everyone into our culture. Mm-hmm. And, and like in the US or in, in the UK, you, you appreciate it in a whole other way mm-hmm. that you're going to eat food that is not native. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, people are always like, you know, <laughs> they'll go to a Chinese restaurant and they'll just because of customer demand, will will put out a frozen pizza on the Chinese restaurant buffet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that explains. Frozen pizza, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll just throw it on there, and it's like, yeah, okay, fine. You don't. You came to a Chinese restaurant. You don't want any Chinese food. Here's a pizza. <laughs> So you're saying that the Chinese restaurant is actually not 
Chinese, but it's... Oh, there's nothing more American than a Chinese restaurant <laughs> in America. <laughs> and they have dishes that okay. Chinese yeah. people don't even know about. <laughs> that, is, that is the same here. It's um, fried... Uh, I don't know. Sure. We we usually if if you order um, a big main course, you usually get a fried banana and vanilla <laughs> ice cream free as a dessert. And everyone knows that that's not Chinese. <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. Really. <laughs> no. <laughs> If you're done, that's cool, man. Uh, the, the sauna is hot, and I'm uh, standing outside freezing. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I don't want I don't want to freeze you to death. Well, we'll get warm. And is there anything you want to say to the people of America before we go? Anything you want to promote or whatever? Um, I want to say that think outside the two-party system. Listen to your voice of reason and uh, just because it sounds different doesn't mean that it's a fucking conspiracy so vote Bernie Sanders because that guy really knows what he's talking about alright America you heard it from Sweden um, so uh, thanks a lot for speaking with us man I uh, hope you have a good day and, and stay warm okay I will, I will. It's sauna time right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds all right. Well, uh, hey, look me up, okay? Send me an email or something, all right? I will, I will. Cool. And uh, God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get elected, sir? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, or, or actually, maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> against Trump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we may need you before this is over. But, uh, hey, uh, take it easy in Sweden and tell uh, tell everyone we said what's up. I will. I will. Cool. Take care. You too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hello? Hello. Hi. Is this Sweden? Hey, Sweden. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Where are you calling from? Oh, uh, can I, um, Indiana, uh, I'm recording a podcast right now. Is that okay? Sure. Why not? <laughs> so is it uh, in the middle of the night there, or? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's technically 1.25 a.m., but I work second shift, uh, so I kind of work a later schedule, so I'm just kind of getting off work, you know, unwinding. Thought I'd call Sweden. Um, cool, cool, yeah. So. Sweden just woke up. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm getting that uh, impression from the people I've talked to. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, my name, sorry, my name is Rob. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Misha. Cool, cool. Um, so, uh, where do you live in Sweden? 
I live just north of Stockholm, actually, and I work in the in the middle of Stockholm. Mm. So yeah. What do you do in the middle of Stockholm? You know, the barcodes on all the products sold all over the world. Mm-hmm. I work for the company that sort of owns them, basically. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are doing quite well because those are everywhere. So <laughs> Exactly. It's kind of a monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, for sure. Um, so, uh, tell me about yourself. What do you like to do for fun? Well, I'm uh, 36 years old. I got two kids. Uh, they're just two years and four years old. And uh, when I am having fun, I'm traveling to the States. Mm. And I go to maybe New York and mm. go to Broadway and see some shows. And then I go to Orlando and uh, just go and have fun on roller coasters and stuff. That's what I like to do for fun. Wow. Okay. Actually, I'm going to L.A. in just two weeks just to go to uh, Universal Studios and Six Flags Magic Mountain. Huh. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, That's I, my idea of fun. Okay, well, that does sound like fun. Um, now, I assume you haven't been to Indiana then. <laughs> I haven't been to Indiana. I actually did a road trip on a, on Greyhound uh-huh. many years ago, but I never passed by Indiana, actually. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, so yeah, well, uh, I just, uh, I'm a journalist. I have, uh, one, uh, son, uh, he's one year old. Uh, I have a wife. Uh, I, uh, let's see. I play guitar. Uh, cool. I have a podcast, as I said. Um, so yeah, uh, just, you know, what do you want people so, to uh, I- yeah, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just wondering about your podcast. Um, it, um, how can I find it? Can I do a Google search? Or sure, absolutely. Or uh, I can give you the web address if you're ready. Yeah, I'll just let me get me a pen. Sure. And I can write it down. Could be fun listening to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just saw this number for Sweden. I was like, yep, I got my next episode. I'm just going to call Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. It's a fun idea. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Cool. <laughs> well, I hope that you've been speaking to a lot of friendly Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so concerned about that, but you're all so polite. I really don't think you need to be so concerned. <laughs> I've, you're, the, you're the fourth person I've talked to. I've talked to a bunch of voicemails in between, but uh, you're the fourth, right. uh, fourth person I've talked to, and uh, you've all been incredibly polite. I even woke somebody up out of a dead sleep, and they just said uh, the worst thing they said was call me after 9.30 or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was, uh, it was not what I would have said if I was woken up at 6 a.m., I'll tell you that. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's been cool, man. So, uh, well, what do you want people to know? Uh, about Sweden in America? Well, you know, um, everything um, that people say is uh, that Sweden is socialist and uh, we pay so much taxes. It's, it's, I know, it's, it's, it's not that, it's not that bad here. We get a lot of stuff for free, and that's really nice. And Sweden is, it's an easy country. Uh, as you said, people are polite. Uh, there's uh, lots of stuff to see if you come here, so um, it's worth visiting, actually, and it's worth giving a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, have you been paying attention to the presidential election in America at all? Yeah, yes. Uh, I've, I've been following, not very um, uh, very hard, but, um, you know, I, I know the difference between the candidates, you know, the Trump and the uh, 
in the uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary right. Clinton. I know sort of the differences, but sure. uh, it would be. I, in my opinion, is that uh, if Trump wins. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be going to the states too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't. I can't entirely blame you. I, I might not be going to the states so much uh, myself if you uh, get my drift. <laughs> so. I get your drift. That's good. That's good that you have that opinion. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Well, you know, just tell uh, tell people that we're all not all you know, like that, and we're, we're some of us are trying to stop that from happening. So, <laughs> yeah, I will definitely for sure, for sure. Um, so, what is your plan for today? What's today look like for you? But I'm going to take my kids to uh, a um, sort of. Uh, it's 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 sort of a farm, but it's not farming. But they have they keep animals, uh, so you can pet animals like a petting zoo, basically, and uh, they can ride horses. Oh, uh, so that's my plan. I'm going to see my brother and his kids for the awesome. day, and my uh, my partner she's in Barcelona for the weekend, so I have the kids all by myself. Sweet. Yeah, so that's my plan. What's your plan uh, after you've been sleeping, obviously? <laughs> Well, uh, in about, uh, oh, you know, five and a half hours, my son's going to kick me in the face, and then uh, <laughs> we're going to get up, and uh, it's it'll be seven o'clock in the morning, and uh, the day will just kind of begin from there, and I'll have to go to work, so I, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but how, <clears throat> how old are your kids? Uh, my son is two, and he's uh, awake watching uh, Netflix. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, my daughter is four, and she's um, she's sort of waking up. Basically. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Well, uh, yeah. What what is uh, what does the younger one like to watch on Netflix? Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, Marsha and the Marsha and the Bear. Bear? Uh, no. You know no. that show? What what is it? Marsha and the Bear. Martian, it's like a sort of a cartoon with a bear and mm. a, a Russian. It's it's a Russian girl, but it's an English show. But oh. it's take place in Russia. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. And they like to watch Doc Doc McStuffins. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> and and Sophia the first. <laughs> you okay. know the Disney show. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. Uh, we're so kind of in a funny. Thomas the Tank Engine, uh, you know, uh, room on the broom. Uh, you know, we got. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we tried to watch the land before time, and and it was too scary. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's it. We tried to watch the Good Dinosaur with my daughter. Like, oh no, oh, let's get out of here! <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's that's like Jurassic Park to them at that point. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, cool, man. Uh, well, it sounds yeah. like you got a got a lot going on there. I don't want to keep you on forever, but uh, is there anything else you wanted to say uh, to you know? America or whatever. I uh, know. Just it's uh, really cool that you guys are uh, taking this opportunity to uh, to give us a call. Yeah, that's uh, it's really cool. I, I, I'm loving it. <laughs> cool, cool. Have you talked to anybody yeah. else uh, from America? No, actually, you know what? I just signed up like five minutes ago. <laughs> five minutes later, I got the call from you. <laughs> Well, I hope I didn't scare you off from other Americans calling you. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, well, it was fun. It was cool, really fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, tell everyone right. in Sweden we said what's up. Okay. I will, and uh, you have a great weekend. Yeah, same to you, in Indiana, for sure. All right. Thank you, Rob. All right. Yeah. Later on, man. Bye bye. Bye.
calling Sweden. You will soon be connected to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden. This call may be recorded. But Sweden is asleep right now, so you might end up in someone's voicemail. people are calling Sweden right now. Soon, a random Swede will be ready to take your call. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people. Hello? Hello? Hi, is this uh, Sweden? Yeah, this is Sweden. Yeah. Oh. This is uh, one of uh, one of the people, <laughs> the persons who live in Sweden. <laughs> you don't speak for the entire country then? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Not okay. really. <laughs> not Fair for enough. the entire country. Fair but enough. I can speak for myself and, uh, yeah, what are you interested in? What do oh, you want to know? Um, well, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm reporting, I'm, excuse me, I'm recording a podcast. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, my name is Rob. What's your name? Martina. Okay, cool. M Martina Lundstam, yes. Awesome. Uh, so where in Sweden are you located? Uh, I'm located in Linköping, which is uh, about two hours south of Stockholm. Mm. Okay, cool, cool. Um, well, uh, I'm in Indiana. Uh, I don't know if you know where that is. It's uh, uh, near Chicago, sort of. Yeah, I know where it is. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, this. So, uh, what's uh, what's Sweden like? <laughs> Sweden? Yeah, what's it like in Sweden? Since you speak oh, for all nice. of Sweden, please uh, tell us, uh, <laughs> since I speak for all of, all of America, <laughs> let, my, let America ask you what Sweden yeah. is like. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sweden, <laughs> yeah, it's a very nice country. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's not so big. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, the area is uh, larger than the population. We're about 10 million people living here. Mm -hmm. um, people from all over the world uh, living in Sweden. Mm -hmm. And uh, Stockholm is the biggest city, 1 million mm -hmm. inhabitants. And where I live, we're about 150,000. Mm -hmm. And we work, work in all sorts of industries. Mm. Me, myself, I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else do you want to know? Oh. <laughs> uh, are you from Sweden? Yeah, I'm Swedish. Okay, yeah. cool. I was born here, yeah. Okay, great, great. I'm, I'm just, I'm asking because you speak such uh, such good English. I'm almost surprised that you're not a native uh, speaker, I guess. You, that, when did you learn oh, to speak English? Thank you so much. Are, are, are you a native speaker, uh, I want to assume? Uh, no, I'm not native speaking okay. Swedish. But I think many Swedes, because we're such a small country, mm -hmm. so everyone is more or less, we have two languages. And we're learning English in school. And mm. when you look at the young young ones today, they will be even more fluent than I am. Well, that's good news. Because uh, they're more or less, yeah, they have it every day from wow. when they're very young. I started it. 
later because I'm 43 years. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. And if, if you look at my parents, they will speak English, but not as good as I do because they haven't been to school as much as I have. Mm. Well, that's amazing. I just, I can't believe, uh, you know, I, I student taught in England. I was actually an elementary education major. Um, uh, I'm a journalist now, but I have an expired teaching license. Um, so, <laughs> um, but I student taught in England uh, during my senior year at college, um, and I actually took a uh, EU rail, you know, trip around Europe. Um, and I was uh, amazed at how many people in every country I went to spoke English just perfectly. And I just was, you know, I couldn't reciprocate in any way. I had three years of high school Spanish, but I couldn't, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet anything on that, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because you have, you have your English, and you don't know how to learn another language. Right, right. It, it's different that, for us. Swedish is it's such a small country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's true. But yeah. but you guys, like, you know, you know two languages. That's got to be amazing. I mean, to me, it's amazing. You know, maybe it's to you, it's common. Yeah. Yeah. Place, but. <laughs> most, people, most people in the world speak more than one yeah, language. Yeah, I know. Wait, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sadly, that's that's yeah. not true for America. <laughs> three or four languages. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I learned French in school, but I can't speak French today because I never use it. Okay. I did six, six years of French, but... Um, Oh, I could I could listen and understand a bit, but I wouldn't be able to speak much. Yeah, well, if you're immersed in something, you kind of have to speak it. You know, I was in Spain for you know a week or so, and you know I probably used more Spanish then than I've you know obviously ever used otherwise in my life. So um, it was just because yeah. I had to. So <laughs> probably yes. Sure, but so you're doing a podcast now? Yes, right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. Yeah. Yep. So what kind of po- where can I listen to? The podcast. Where oh, can I, find you? Uh, I can give you the web address if you are ready. I'll yep. try to find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send me an email or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. So you ha- you're the first one in Sweden. You're ranked. To, you haven't uh, tried. Huh? Is this the first time you dialed this number? Oh, no, no, no. You're like the fifth or sixth person I've talked to. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, awesome, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard about it yesterday, and I thought, oh, that's so nice. I want to learn more about this. So I registered just this morning. Okay. Yeah, today. Yeah, the yeah. last person I spoke with had actually just signed up for it five minutes before I called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder so. if more people will ring, though. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of why I wanted to call tonight, because I was like, they're probably going to shut this down. Like, <laughs> I don't know how long this is going to last, so I better We were call. discussing it on... Yeah. We discussed this on Twitter yesterday, uh-huh. and some people told me they told me off, like, "Don't do that. <laughs> they will harass you. They will like give sex, talk about sex." To yeah. You and no. Uh, be <laughs> before I called, I was like, uh, "My wife's name is Ash." I was like, "Ash, I have to call right now because if I don't call right now, they're going to shut this down because people are terrible. <laughs> they're going to ruin this for me. <laughs> I have to call if I'm going to talk to the Swedish people. I have to talk to the Swedish people now. I can't wait." <laughs> <laughs> if I wait, the terrible people will call, and they'll, they'll you know, they'll do whatever they're gonna do. You know? <laughs> so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, yeah, we'll see. 
But I think it's a good, yeah, it's quite a good idea. Oh, it's nice fun! People. I wish more countries would do this. I just like the uh, I like the the tagline. It was like the first country in the world with its own phone number. I was like, okay, well, I know what the next episode of my podcast is about. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. So, will you call some other now? Uh, sure. Yeah, I can. I can call some others. Uh, uh, what's What's your day like? What What are you doing today? Uh, today, uh, I'll be. Um, uh, I have four kids and uh, oh my a messy house, and we need to tidy up today. So wow. me and my husband, we will we'll look after the house in the morning, and then I will I will um, go and buy some uh, some food and drinks for tonight. Okay. Because we're having a party, me and some some girls that I. Oh, nice. Tonight, yeah, and cool. we. Yeah, that'll be cool. We. Uh, yeah, I expect we'll have a good night together and. Uh, Start with a great dinner and then end off in my garden in in the hot tub. Yikes! Can I come? Are <laughs> <laughs> you yes, Wow! I'd much rather do that than go to work. <laughs> Are you going to work today? Uh, yes, I have a strange schedule. I work uh, Wednesday through Sunday, uh, and I'm uh, the night editor at the newspaper I work. So I work uh, from two to ten p.m. and then I have an okay. hour commute each way so um yeah yeah so i kind of kind of crazy schedule uh that not a lot of americans have so you shouldn't base american you know whatever on me <laughs> okay well, i wish you a great day okay well you too yeah yeah, yeah. good luck uh, with your four kids and uh, tell sweden i said hello and uh you know greetings from america yeah i'll say that. i'll say good I'll say good morning to my husband. He, he just do. woke up here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good, good morning, husband. Uh, yeah, so thanks so much for talking yeah, to me. Morning. Yeah, thank you very much. Cool. Have a Have great, a great day. day. You too. Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye. Sweden. You will soon be connected to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden. This call may be recorded. But Sweden is asleep right now, so you might end up in someone's voicemail. How long is Sweden going to be asleep? Wake up. It's the morning. Sweden. Is it Sweden? Yes. <clears throat> Good morning. Hi, this is Sweden. <laughs> hi, hi. Uh, I, I'm report. I'm rec- excuse me. I'm recording a podcast. Is that okay? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, cool, cool. Um, my name is Rob. What is your name? My name is Jessica. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, how are you doing today, Jessica? I'm very good. I just woke up and uh, <laughs> not really early, but rather for Saturday. 
But my favorite uh, radio program is on on is casting very early Saturday morning, so uh-huh. I, have, I have to wake up. I got you. Okay. Well, when I called, it said Sweden is sleeping, and I might get a voicemail. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I'm I'm sorry if I'm I'm getting you first thing here, but uh, it's still uh, it's still Friday night technically, unless you want to count midnight as the beginning of the new day. But um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like that on a global board. Uh, where where are you calling from? Uh, Indiana. It's uh, I don't know if you know where that is, but uh, it's near Chicago, sort of. Okay, so the in the middle of yeah, yeah, roughly in the middle, States. sure. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah. How did you come up with this idea to call Sweden? Uh, well, I saw an article online, uh, and it had the thing about the phone number, um, and the name of the article I read was "I spent my morning calling random Swedes, and they loved it." <laughs> um, so I have a podcast. Uh, I've done five, you know, so far, and I was like, you know, I know what episode six is now. So <laughs> here we are. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, so. nice. Yeah, you really called a random food. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <A> success. <laughs> but, I got approved like half an hour ago. <laughs> you got what? Approved. Oh, approved for the for the to do this. Yeah. Okay, because I talked yeah. to somebody a couple calls ago that he signed up five minutes before I called him. Um, so yeah, like, literally, time. like seconds after signing up, I was in his ear. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it seems to be people from America and Turkey calling. Oh, really? So uh, I, I hadn't yeah. uh, heard what other countries. So have you talked to somebody from Turkey already? No, no. I just read an article oh, also about okay. it. And um, they said they had a lot of calls from Turkey and also America. Yeah, that's huh. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's a great I think idea. This is such a brilliant idea. Oh, I love it. It's great. I, I uh, you know, <laughs> I didn't think of it before I saw that, but I was like, sure, I'd love to talk to a random Swede. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> so, uh, well, tell me about yourself. What What do you do for work, and what do you do for fun? I guess. I work with the propulsion, with the propellers and water jet systems mm. on rather big vessels. We don't, um, it's not for going fishing, it's like huge uh, container ships and uh, mm. and naval ships and stuff like that. And I am in charge of the startup, of the commissioning of these systems. Mm. Wow. So I love my work. I love boats as well and the marine life and I feel like I'm a part of it. Well, that's excellent. I, mm, I really love it. Yeah. Mm. And otherwise, I I spend my time also going sailing and kayaking. I just love boats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I used to live in California, um, and one of the things oh. I loved to do most when I lived there was go to the beach. Uh, you know, I, I love mm. I love the ocean for sure. Um, I've never been very uh, adept at, at uh, sailing. I have to say, um, I feel like I've never been very good at that. <laughs> The times I've tried. But the Pacific Ocean down in California, it's a rather 
heavy ocean to sail, isn't oh, it? Oh, I've never, I've never sailed. I'm sorry, I, sh- I never sailed the Pacific Ocean. I should say I've, I've sailed uh, random lakes in the Midwest, kind of where I'm from in Indiana. Uh, I've never actually yeah. sailed on the ocean. No, I, I had, I had a poor enough experience on the uh, land uh, bodies of water that I didn't really want to um, uh, see yeah. what was happening yeah, with that. So, yeah, I, I follow a lot of sailing blogs and. Uh, okay. And um, it was just the other week um, a tragical accident mm. on the Pacific between Japan and Seattle. Of course, that was a really extreme sailing competition. Oh. But a 40 year old woman, she just got swept away from the cockpit and she just died. Oh my gosh, that's um, horrible. Uh, yeah. So uh, the Pacific Ocean is not for beginners, so to say. So I can imagine that. Yeah. And then the funny thing with Sweden is that here is everything, so you just go and do it. it it's it's really not so complicated. And mm-hmm. it's not, you're not threatening your life. I live 60 meters. It's, uh, oh, I don't know. I can, um, I live very close to the Werner Lake, which is the biggest uh, lake of Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least northern Europe, and um, I just go out there and go sailing. Mm. It's so easy. Wow, that's amazing. That's that's so cool mm-hmm. that you're uh, you're able to do that and you work in a profession that you obviously love. So that's you know, yeah. It's like the old quote: oh, if yeah. you find something you love, you'll never work another day in your life or whatever. So um, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, well, cool, cool. I'm glad you work in something you love. Uh, I also, you know, I'm a journalist. I love what I do. I've, you know, pretty much always known I wanted to do that. I, you know, found a paper from when I was in, you know, fifth grade that was about <laughs> I want to become a journalist. So I've, I've been on mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been on that path for a while, although I did have a, a degree in elementary education, um, and I did student in teaching. What? Uh, elementary education. Um to, you know, teaching. Um, oh, yeah, te- um, yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah, and I did my student teaching in England uh, for three months at my last, uh, you know, my last uh, semester of college. Yeah. So. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was enough for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. I've but. been there too. I also did teaching and thought of a future as a teacher and I'm really happy I didn't go in for that yeah Jesus. I, I mean children and young people are okay but no. <laughs> yeah, the classroom management is what I had the hardest time with personally, um, you know, because mm-hmm. I, uh, previous to that, had been a camp counselor at a summer camp, um, mm-hmm. and I liked that a lot. That was fun, but I only had, like, you know, eight kids at the time, <laughs> yeah. and then you're in a classroom of, you know, 35, you know, prepubescent, mm-hmm. you know, it, you can go, go mm-hmm. from there, you know what I mean? It's just, it's rough. So, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of got burned I'm on really that. I'm really glad that, that other people are yeah. more committed to Oh, my gosh. I have all the respect in the world for the people that do that. Absolutely. So Me too. Definitely. Me too. But, yeah, I'm just not. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So... <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I really like what I'm doing now. And like I said, I'm doing this podcast now and that's kind of what I'm doing on my free time. So, mm, cool. yeah. 
Who are listening to your podcast? Everybody. It's so popular. Everybody. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic Congrats. at all. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, it's it's actually doing pretty well. I've I'm on iTunes. Uh, I've got a you know five star rating so far, so that's good. Uh, got a website, oh. you know. Been uh, been talking to people. I'm t- been talking a lot of Swedes tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a really good way to spend a Friday night. I love it. It's great. I've never, <laughs> I've never hung out with the Swedes on a Friday night, but you guys are all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pity it's a, a Saturday morning for us, though. <laughs> I know, right? It's like I'm having a party on Friday night, and you guys are just waking up. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Cool. Cool. Uh, they just said on this um, radio show that I'm waking up to listen to that uh, white whale. I, don't, I didn't really know what kind of whale, but a, a totally white whale is hmm. swimming up the Swedish coast. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe I should take some days off and go there. If you ever go to uh, Northern California, um, there's a lighthouse, and it's called a place called Fort Bragg. Um, but yeah. they have uh, whale watching there, and it's it's amazing. You don't even need binoculars or anything. You just look out, and they go right by the edge of the peninsula. There, it's yeah, spectacular. But I, I went. I was in Vancouver and went on a whale safari. It must have been like. The same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Or is it? Oh wait, but um, there's Vancouver, Canada, and then Seattle, and then California. Mm-hmm. Well, there's Oregon in between uh, there, but really? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's northern, it's, uh, you know, about two hours north of San Francisco, but yeah, no, I, I was, I was there, I saw it with my own eyes, <laughs> they're definitely there, <laughs> yeah, for sure, uh, I don't remember what kind of whales they are, I'm sure I could look it up, but, um, but yeah, you could see them with your naked eye, it was amazing, just off the coast. Mm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Nature is really stunning. Oh, absolutely, definitely. But in the lake, I can see from my window there are no waves. <laughs> no, me neither. Uh, no, no waves here. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> they don't like uh, fresh water. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's a you know, <laughs> there's some ponds nearby, but they're sort of man-made. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyhow, um, well, cool, cool. Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but uh, is there anything else you wanted to say to, you know, America? <laughs> America. Sure. Hello, America. Thanks for calling Sweden. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, uh, tell Sweden, uh, you know, America says hello. <laughs> Hello, and good luck with your elections. Thank you. We We need all the luck we can get. Mm. Yeah, it's, we are shivering. Yeah, we are too. But uh, well, mm. some of us are, you know, trying to do what we can to <laughs> to stop it. But uh, it's, you know, it's an uphill battle in some ways. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we're scared too. <laughs> uh-uh.
Yeah, please do your best. <laughs> yeah, we will. Okay. For sure. Well, uh, uh, well good night then. Yeah. Also. Good, good morning also. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Cool. Well, take it easy. Uh, yeah, have fun on the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks. Great. Good luck with your pod. Thank oh, you. Sorry. Thank you. Have okay. a good night. Or morning. You too. Rather. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You will soon be connected to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden. Well, this call so. may be recorded. But Sweden is asleep right now, oh, so you might end up in someone's voicemail. Heard that one Sweden better be awake right now. people are calling Sweden right now. Soon, a random Swede will be ready to take your call. Hi, this is Robert in Sweden. Oh, hello. Hey, hi, Rob. Uh, this is Rob as well in America. Cool. Um, I'm recording a podcast. Is that okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. No oh, problem. okay. Awesome. Uh, so where are you in Sweden? I'm in Stockholm right now. Oh, awesome. Uh, how's your morning going so far? Have you just woken up? I, I woke up a while ago, but uh, I'm still in bed. So. Okay. Taking it pretty chill. I understand. Um, yeah, so uh, what do you want to tell people about yourself? Well, well about myself? Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you want to know? Well, whatever you want people to know. What do you do for fun? What do you do for work? For fun? I usually go for training for fun. That's mm. my kind of fun. And um, I play the guitar. Oh, me too. Oh, really? Yeah, for what sure. What kind of guitar do you play? The acoustic or electric? Uh, I have an electric. I don't play it so much lately. Um, I have an Ovation acoustic. Um, I also have an acoustic bass. Um, so I, I try to play that. I haven't played it much lately. I have a one-year-old. Uh, so <laughs> it's kind of cut into my practice time. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I play guitar. I have since I was 12. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. And how old are you now? May I ask? I am 30, well, I'm going to be, my birthday's the 29th, so, so I guess I'll be 33. What's that? See, I've been playing for quite some time then. Uh, yeah, I guess 21 years, I guess I would have been playing, yeah. Right. I've only been playing for a few years. 
Oh, okay. Well, you have every chance of being better than me because I've not, you know, <laughs> I've reached a, reached a certain plateau or whatever. So. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that's cool, man. So what kind of guitar do you play? What kind of music? I play, I don't know if I play any particular kind of music like that. Whatever comes to mind. Mm. Many, many different genres. Cool. And you? Oh, I do a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, I learned how to play guitar at a, you know, summer camp. So, you know, of course I played, you know, all those songs. But I also had a garage band when I was in high school. Um, and that was more, uh, you know, heavy metal and, you know, rock and roll and stuff. And, you know, I also like, you know, a lot of different kinds of music. So um, it's kind of gone from there. But, yeah, I, yeah, I don't really just do one kind for sure. So... Okay, cool, cool. May I ask you where are you where are you from? Uh Indiana. Uh it's near uh Chicago sort of, if you know where that is. Uh, yeah, I know Chicago. I know Chicago. Okay. That's that's where the mafia was, right? Or oh, where the mafia was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was mafia there for sure. Um, There's mafia there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, mafia was you know a lot of places, uh, but yeah, definitely in Chicago. Al Capone, I'm sure you're probably thinking of. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Uh, there was also a famous bank robber from near where I was called John Dillinger. Okay. Yeah, I know John Dillinger. Okay. Uh, one of my old He's coworkers. What's that? Public enemies. Yep. In public enemies. <laughs> yeah. Is that about him? I believe he's in. Yeah, I haven't seen that, like but that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's him. Uh, one of my. I, I'm a journalist. I work at a newspaper. Um, and one of my uh, former coworkers actually works for a city nearby where I live. And uh, John Dillinger, back in the '30s. Uh, actually stole a Tommy gun from the police department there. He was arrested in another state in America and they've had the Tommy gun that he stole for, you know, however many years and they're trying to get it back now, but it's worth like a million dollars. So they're kind of dragging their feet about it. So it's pretty wild. Um, so yes, to answer your question, go back to what you said. Yes. Where the mafia is. (laughs) The cool. Sure. So you said you were a journalist. Uh huh. Yeah, I write uh, for a I write for a newspaper. Um, okay. So is that what the podcast is for? No, I do it. I do the podcast on my own. It's separate from what I do it for work. So, but I uh, I write a column, weekly column, and I'm on the editorial board, and yeah. So I write for a newspaper as well. Is it a big newspaper? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know one of the bigger ones in Indiana for sure. Okay, cool, cool. Is, was it always your dream to become a journalist? I think so. Um, you know, my uh, my mom was also a journalist, and you know, her father before her, and actually his father before him. I'm the fourth generation in my family, so um, yeah, I spent a lot of time in newsrooms as a kid. Um, so I probably, you know, picked it up that way, but yeah, as long as I can remember, that's pretty much what I wanted to do. Um, I did go to school for elementary education, though I have a teacher's license that's expired, but, um, you know, that definitely wasn't my ultimate dream by any measure, so. Okay, okay. What's your connection with uh, Sweden, by the way? Why, uh, why nothing. Why did I call? Nothing. Why are you calling this? <laughs> 
did you hear about? How did you hear about us? I uh, saw a article online. Uh, it's a uh, uh, website called Voactive. And the uh, headline of the article is, I spent my morning calling random Swedes, and in parentheses it says, and they loved it. Uh, so okay. it had the phone number in the in the article. Um, so I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. I've done five episodes so far. Um, this is episode what? six now. So, <laughs> Where do you publish them? On YouTube or something? Uh, I'm going to publish them on YouTube, actually. I'm on iTunes right now. Um, okay. You can find it on there or Stitcher or, you know, SoundCloud. I'm also on SoundCloud. So, um, What do I search for? The Rob Burgess Show. Um, it's uh, T-H-E-R-O-B-B-U-R-G-E-S-S-S-H-O-W. Did you say B-U-R? Yep. B-U-R. And then? G-E. G-E. S-S. S S S H O W. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, and that's you can find the website uh, therobburgessshow.com as well. It's but that's where I am on SoundCloud and Twitter and all that stuff. So. Okay. Cool. How long have you been doing that stuff for? Uh, I've been thinking about doing it since like the beginning of the year. I mean, I've been thinking about doing it longer, but I really started to do stuff around the beginning of the year, and I've just been trying to, you know, get some episodes, you know, banked, uh, so I'm not under the gun. So I'm trying to record a few ahead of time. So even though I'm on my fifth, you know, podcast, just dropped today um i have been kind of doing it for a couple months now um just you know i do it a couple weeks behind when i publish it but um okay but yeah yeah this will be the sixth episode and you know so cool what what do other swedes say to you i mean i just registered uh, i saw this this morning so i just <laughs> registered like uh one hour ago I talked to a guy a couple times ago who registered five minutes before I called him. So, um, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, everyone's been really cool. Um, you know, I've been talking to you probably the, maybe the sixth or seventh person I've talked to. I'm not, I've kind of lost count. Um, I've been talking to people okay. for two and a half hours now, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's been cool. I've enjoyed it. Um, I've been talking about the election. I've been talking about, you know, people's lives, what, you guys would do for fun and you know what the differences are and what similarities and everything so you mean the american election yeah yeah the presidential election for sure yeah there's a lot to say about trump isn't it yeah (laughs) well what do you say about trump in in sweden in sweden haven't you heard already That's a repor- that's a reporter question. We we know the answer, but we have to ask it so you can say something. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I I don't think I have enough information to say in this. Sure. Well, it's it's scary no matter how much you know. I mean, you know, Trump and you know, I don't think anyone here, you know, for the most part thought that it would get this far um Mm -hmm. and kind of everyone including me i guess underestimated how far this would go so um it's really scary and you know i've done a lot of you know i've been trying to sound the alarm about trump as much as i can in my i write a weekly column i wrote several columns about you know trump so um you know we talk about him on my podcast a fair amount so what are the things that concern you the most? 
about Trump? Where do I begin? Um, let's see. I don't think he believes anything he says. Uh, I think he just will say anything. Um, so I don't think he has any like core values per se. Um, okay. I think he's an incredibly small-minded, you know, uh, xenophobic, anti-immigrant. You know, he just he can't stand anybody that's different or not white and straight and male. Um, what, what does xenophobic mean? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Xenophobic means you don't really care about anyone except for the people that are your, you know, your fellow countrymen. You don't like foreigners or anyone that's, you know, anti what you consider, you know, your country. Um, It's very nationalistic, if you could say anything Mm -hmm. about it. Um, So, yeah, I I don't feel good about that. Um, You know, (laughs) lots of things concern me about him. Um, You know, well, what do you think? I mean, what I think about Trump. Sure. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to think, really. But it seems like he's, um, um, I don't know. The feeling I get is not so good. That's, that's yeah, what me I too. Say, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like I can trust him. No. In, in general, but then I mean, I mean about politics and stuff like that. I don't know much about that. Well, so, let me let me let you in on a secret. Yeah. He doesn't know much about it either, and that's what's scary. He'll he just says anything. You know, he doesn't he doesn't know anything about anything, and he'll just change uh, positions on a dime. Um, and he has no core beliefs, like I said. So, yeah, you don't feel bad for not knowing anything about his politics because I'm pretty sure he doesn't either. So, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, but one thing I observe is that yeah. He, he might not be in there for the right thing, mm-hmm. if I can say so. I mean, sure. he's, he's in it for the publicity sometimes, I think, or something. I don't know, money or... Mm-hmm. I, I don't get the feeling that he really wants to change the country for the better. Yeah, yeah, same here, for sure. Um, you know, he identifies some problems with it, but at the same time, I think he's kind of fine with how it is, you know? Like, he mm-hmm. uh, he talks about how campaign finance is corrupt, but I think he only talks about that because he can buy the politicians he wants to buy, and he's okay with that. So, okay, okay. Yeah. But what, I mean, there are still, there are many people who still support him, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. In Indiana, he's probably, I would be surprised if he didn't win Indiana. Uh, he'll probably win the state I live in. I would be very surprised and, if he didn't. Um, and what are their arguments? I mean, how is it that they um, I think it's mostly are. people that are, like, feeling the system as it is isn't working for them and uh, I think it's kind of somewhat the same thing that's driving the Bernie Sanders campaign is that it's people that feel like the system has left them behind now the difference is of course who they blame for that people that support Trump blame people that are immigrants people that don't look like them foreigners I'm sure people from Sweden (laughs) Um, you know what I mean people that people that are outside Side, you know, they consider a they, the, a them, you know, not that, not of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they there can, are quite yeah. some people from Sweden and Chicago, aren't there? Some or people in Sweden, what? There are some Swedish immigrants in Chicago, or 
I'm sure there are. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Swedes may, may, may not be first on his mind, but he doesn't appreciate immigrants or people that are not from America at all. Um, okay. so that's very worrying. Um, you know, but, but they, but they blame people like that for their problems. Whereas people that, you know, are in support of Bernie Sanders, say that, you know, it's the big banks, the oligarchs, the people that are at the top hoarding all the wealth, um, you know, and, and that's the people that you should be upset about. So I feel like, you know, whichever side you come down on, it's, it's you know, it's basically based on who you blame for that. So. Okay. And, but you, know, you yeah. do you support Bernie Sanders? No. Uh, you know, I I've been asked that by a couple of Swedes, and and the way I've answered it is I don't really know who else to support because everyone else just doesn't seem like a viable option. You know, Hillary Clinton is less bad, and if Bernie were not to get it, I would hope that she would be the president, only because I don't I don't I can't fathom any other you know any other alternative based on the selection I've been given. But you know, it's like who else am I supposed to support? You know, so if if you care about things I care about at all, um, you have to, but you know, that's just the way our system goes. You know, I talked about this with some other Swedish people. It's like, we have a two party system. You guys have way more. So maybe that's part of the problem, you know? Yeah. We have many parties. Right sure. Now. For sure. But you've got, but you, but, but I'm sure you've got also got, I mean, we, we've seen Trump, but you've got a, you know, right wing, you know, kind of nationalist, you know, anti yeah, The Swedish immigrant. Democrats, yeah. they call themselves. Is that, is that their yeah. far? Okay. They are against the, uh, yeah, uh, foreigners. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Sure. I mean, every country's got these kind of people, but, you know, it's consolidated, and the Republicans are just letting it happen, you know, and that's the frustrating thing. Uh, they're really going to let this guy maybe become president, and that's, you know, it's very scary to me. Other people think it's great, but... <laughs> But are you a foreigner yourself? Uh, no, I've lived in England for a short time. But no, I'm not from. I'm from America. I'm American. So You're from I'm, America. Yep. Okay. I feel I, I I definitely feel like a foreigner in my own land sometimes, if, <laughs> if that helps. But still, you're not a Native American, right? Uh, no, no. But my wife is part Native American. Oh, she is. Yes. But I mean that kind of. When Trump says that, I mean, everyone who is not American should walk out the country. I mean, he's not Native American either, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, mean, his family's from Germany. I'm, if they hadn't, you know, if he'd had the same policies as he wants for other people, he wouldn't be here, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty crazy to think about, that people that are sons and grandsons of immigrants are so virulently anti-immigrant that they can't see <laughs> the irony, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy, I think. But what do people think about Obama now that he has done his time? <laughs> done his time almost sounds like a jail sentence. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> um, well, it's been hard. I, I mean, be that fun. yeah. Sorry. 
Oh, I was going to say it's been hard because the Republicans have blocked him at every turn. You know, he's never had a chance to do much of anything, you know, for the most part. Um, you know, we have the Supreme Court and we have a justice to fill and they won't even hear one of the justices he wants to propose. So no matter who it is, um, they just hate anything he does. And, you know, I think history is probably going to prove that he was trying to do the best he could. But it's hard to judge when, you know, the other side's not willing to offer anything except they just fold their arms and say no to everything so okay i mean you know it's hard right now but i do think you know eventually we'll see that some of the policies he tried to enact were you know on the right path but you know it's hard to work with somebody that just won't work with you you know no always it always is but it seems like for me it strikes me like a trustworthy guy somehow Yeah, I mean, I think he really thinks about things before he does them or says them, unlike Trump, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, Trump's just making yeah. things up as he goes along, basically, so. <laughs> kind, yeah, kind of. I get that feeling, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Obama really, you know, and it's to his detriment sometimes. I wish he would fly off the handle sometimes more when it's called for, but, yeah, he definitely considers things in a very, you know, uh, mannered way before he responds and, you know, lashes he doesn't lash out you know out of you know any emotion it's usually better yeah when you're in politics for sure yeah definitely okay. how many people will you call before you stop i don't know man I've, i've called so many people i don't know when to stop do you think i should stop or should i call more people i'll take your advice I don't know. I, uh, it sounds like fun. <laughs> I think I I actually tried to call it myself, but I realized that only in, like uh, outside of Sweden. <laughs> Would this be like your opportunity to talk to other Swedes? <laughs> exactly, this is my only opportunity. <laughs> But the thing is, I've been sick now for such a long time, <laughs> like in infections. Oh over no! Over again. I'm sorry. But I feel like I. I I just now it's okay. It's getting better now. Okay. I feel, uh, I feel bored, so sure. I think this, that's why I joined this. <laughs> Get some fresh opinions. They should have. Uh, they should have more of these things. Yeah, they should do one of these things, and then uh, maybe you'll just randomly talk to somebody you wanted to talk to anyway, and it'll work out. But <laughs> exactly. But yeah, but it didn't work out for me to call call it myself. Uh. At least like, at least I can sign up. Cool, or cool. So others can call me. And sure. It seems like a lot of the people actually, they are calling from the USA. Yeah. And then there, and then there's some from Australia, I think, as well. Hmm. Some statistics, but I don't really remember. Cool. Actually. But I think the USA was in top right now. Okay. We'll I do it. Like yeah. over twelve thousand calls already. Wow. So that's that's a lot. In yeah. Sweden, at least. I know it's not so much in... Because we're so few. Oh, no. It's, yeah, that's a lot, for sure. Well, it was the number one story on Facebook when I signed on, and I was like, I have to do this. They're going to shut this down okay. soon. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like fun. For sounds sure. Fun. Yeah, I think they will shut it down later this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they right. will. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But it's a fun idea. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to say to America? Vote for Bernie Sanders. <laughs>
know. He seems like the better option. Right now. All you Swedes say the same thing. Yeah, we do that. Right? Maybe we're just brainwashed as well. Yeah, exactly. You're all under the socialist, uh, what have you. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to, it's really hard to really know, right? Because all we get is um, sure. information from the media. And yeah. um, how can we be sure that we can trust them? Yeah, well, definitely. Well, uh, well, I'm doing what I can to tell the people the truth about Sweden on this podcast. So uh, send me an email or something, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Good luck with everything. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, have a good rest of your day. I hope you feel better. Thank you, thank you. Good luck. Thanks, man. See you. Nice talking to you. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. Hi, is this Sweden? Hey, you're an Italian. I am a Sweden. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, are you... In Italy, or I'm sorry, yeah. Sweden. Uh, yes, um, uh, not speaking English. Oh, I'm sorry, you don't speak English. Oh, okay. No, you're from Italia. Oh, you're from Italy. Okay. But live, live is Sweden. Oh, but you live in Sweden. Gotcha. Okay. So, you are from? Uh, Indiana in America. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> Fantastic Swedish number. Yes, I called the Swedish number and I got somebody from Italy. Awesome. Fantastic idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm recording a podcast right now. Um, can you uh, say something to the people of America? You can say it in uh, Italian if you want. Just, just whatever you want to say. I'm sure some people speak Italian. Yo, man, one moment, please. The, uh, one moment. Okay. One moment. Your name? <laughs> my, my wife uh, uh, speaks English. Oh, okay. Far out. One moment. Hello. Oh, hi. Uh, I was. Uh, hi. Hi. I was uh, talking to your husband, uh, and I'm in America, so he said you spoke okay. English. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. I was just telling him that I'm recording a podcast right now, and I was just uh, making sure oh, that's all right. okay. All right. Okay. Do you know what we actually learned about the Swedish number uh, listening to Italian radio yesterday? Oh, cool. And they called the Swedish woman, and she she just laughed because she she did. I mean, probably it was her first call, and um, it was actually the radio. And and so for us, this is our first call as well. Oh, awesome. Uh, okay, cool. And we just we just uh, exceeded to the app. But we think it's fantastic that you can actually call a Swede. Sweden has a number. We're very proud, actually. You should be. I think every country should do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's amazing. Uh, so I'm happy to talk to you. Oh, you You're too. Our first uh, caller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's your podcast about? Uh, just, you know, I'm a journalist. I, uh, I interview yeah. people that I know, people that I don't know. Um, yeah. I've done a couple of these so far, and then I saw that, you know, you could call a random Swede, and I was like, I'm on yeah. board, next episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, 
So how's, how's, how is it calling a Swede? Oh, it's great. They're all very uh, <laughs> polite. Uh, I've had some great yeah. conversations. Um, everybody yeah. seems uh, very scared of Donald Trump. Um, I, uh, <laughs> but but then again, uh, some of us in America are very scared of Donald Trump. So it's you know it's all it's all whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So where are you in, in America? I am uh, in Indiana, which I don't know if you know where that is, but it's mm-hmm. near uh, Chicago, kind of. Yeah, Chicago. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. Well, it's fantastic. I think I think my husband didn't understand you well. He's Italian, and he said that you were Indian living in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have uh, Native Americans in Indiana, but no, yeah, not many Indians. We have some, but not no, not, not quite so many. Um, no. so. <laughs> okay. Well, I think he might have understood that you were from India. Sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, you're are you Swedish? I'm Swedish. I'm okay. Swedish. Yeah. And your husband is Italian. How did you guys meet? He's Italian, yeah. We met in Corsica. Ah. Okay. Uh, do you know what Corsica is? Yes. Uh, yes? Don't quiz me on any Friends details, Island. but I definitely Not know the, all about it. Prince <laughs> Island in the Mediterranean. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So you met on Corsica. What were you guys doing on Corsica? On Corsica. Well, we were um, doing some photo shooting. Really? It was... Um, Producing, and I was a client, and um, love was in the air. <laughs> oh wow, that's a great yeah. story. Very cool. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, it's a great story because I actually I, I arrived with a helicopter, and the first person that I saw opening the door of the helicopter was my husband. Nice. So it was yeah, it was like a movie. Yeah, I can picture it in my head. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually tell everybody they hit my head. What, what is it called? The, the thing on the helicopter. I, I can't remember the name. Uh, the so propeller. Makes the, the propeller. Exactly. Yeah. I, I always said I hit the propeller, and that's why I, <laughs> I saw stars. <laughs> awesome! Wow, that's very cool. Now, are you, or were you a model uh, at the time? No, 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 no. I was no, no. I was just a client. I was oh. modeling. But they they thought I was I was they, because I was the only woman on the set. They thought I was. Uh, they thought it was actually a porn. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, got all, they got it all wrong. <laughs> five minutes in my life, I was a, I was a famous porn star. Wow. Well, you know, I guess no, that's that's probably the right amount of time to be that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That has nothing to do with it. So I was just um, sure. I was the client. <laughs> so you were. What were you getting your photo taken for? That it was actually for some. Uh, it was packaging photos. So it was quite boring if you think about the poor movie. It was not uh, really exciting. So. Oh. Um, but it was fun, and I met my husband. So. Cool. And we live in Sweden, so an Italian an Italian man chose Sweden to live. Wow. Well, Sweden must yeah. be pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's a very good cook. Ah. We actually work work with Italian food. Okay. Well, my uh, my wife is part Italian American, and I definitely cherish oh, her uh, yeah. her cooking abilities uh, above mine for sure. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> So which part of Italy is she from? Uh, her, uh, <laughs> don't make me quote it on the podcast because I'm going to get in trouble for saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, cut. Cut. Uh, cut. We're going to edit right here. Okay, great. And we're back. All right, yeah. so we said the correct answer. And <laughs> um, all I know is Italian. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's a really great cook, and uh, we have a one-year-old. Um yeah. yeah, so that's pretty much our lives right now. So. <laughs> All right, yeah, we know about that phase yeah. of the life. <laughs> right, <laughs> for sure. Busy at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so what's your impression? Yeah, you said people are friendly and open and talking to a Swede. It's is it as you imagined? Or <laughs> well, to be honest, I hadn't really pictured talking to a Swede before I saw the thing about calling the Swedish number. So I, I, I came into it, you know, very open, and I had no expectations. I, I didn't really, you know, I, I, knew, I knew about Ikea and the meatballs, and I knew about, you know, uh, ABBA. Is that ABBA? No, ABBA's from a different yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, ABBA. Um, I, I know about Max Martin. Yeah, I, I know about Max Martin and Dennis Pop, and I know... <laughs> Our uh, exports. Yeah, I know all the big exports for sure. <laughs> yeah, the big exports. Yeah, okay. Right. Fantastic. All right. I have to leave you. I'm That's sorry. okay. It was very nice talking to you. It was very nice talking to you, too. Uh, thank you for yeah. sharing the story yeah, of how you and your husband met. That was cool. What, yeah, what time is it in Indiana? Uh, Indiana it is 2.33 a.m., um, so it's getting kind of late. But uh, oh, okay. uh, Can you okay. say anything to America? I'm, I'm pro- you're probably the last person I'm going to talk to because I'm losing power here. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but uh, is there anything you want to say to America before we go? from Sweden and Italy? Um, um, what I would like to say to America is that um, we wish that America could be a bit more, what's it called? I'm thinking in Italian now, it's my problem. Mm. Uh, where male and female have the same rights, mm. the same opportunities. Mm-hmm as we work very hard for in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's time for a female president to make a statement. Okay. Cool. Huh? Yeah. All right. We can dig it. That's a Swedish ambition. All right. <laughs> to to um, set a statement. Well, yeah, it's been crazy that it hasn't happened yet, but I'm, I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, I think it's crazy. In, a, in, a, in a, the country of opportunities, why hasn't there any ever been a female president yeah well we'll see it could very well uh, but I think it's time for a female president yeah it could very well happen this time for sure so yeah it, well, could, happen. it could happen yeah for sure and um, I hope it happens soon just to test <laughs> yeah give it a shot why, why not, not? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be any worse than some of the men we've had so. <laughs> yeah exactly could it be worse yeah yeah we've already seen pretty bad from them so <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, some, some others. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, well, uh, tell your husband I said hello uh, in Italian, of course, but uh, yeah, uh, hello to Sweden and America says what's up. So uh, thanks for talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for talking to you. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have a good one. <laughs>